hear some more relaxing Here's a crust, songs. too thick and cheesy, not to eat in reverse. You know, sometimes you just gotta chill and relax, friend. You know what I mean? Just go, you go hard all the time. You wear yourself out. from behind on my body, Mira. You're checking out your behind? <laughs> like no. in the mirror? I'm in a game. I forgot to mute my mic. I'm so happy. Yeah, why are you so happy, bud? Because I took a level in Druid. Yeah, ooh, what'd you pick up? I picked up a lot of first level spells. I have... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 11, 12, 13, 14 first level spells. Wow. How many did you pick up from taking the level in Druid? Six. Damn. Yeah. Druid's fire. It's hot. That's, that's going to be some good utility. That's hot. I like that. And he gave me two cantrips, but Druid mostly has utilitarian cantrips. So... Yeah, but they can be useful, right? I don't know. So, uh, some people are about to get hurt. Some people are about to get some flower crowns crafted, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. Here's our why, because we're about to start. Uh, I'm sure they're hopping on. Well, I might not get any healing. No, uh, no, oh, oh, that's a bad blood, huh? <laughs> a little bit, but nothing too personal. Nothing personal until he's in dire straits and the the big bad is about to axe him with a killing blow, and then, then he'll be sorry. Yeah, exactly. Should have, you know, you should have just gave up the silver too, man. I think I think for my protection, just a, a thousand silver would be worth it. I agree, but that's it's hard being a cleric and trying to strong arm people as a cleric because clerics are not exactly the strong arm. See, you got the threat of not healing someone, but that's not as good as the threat of being hurt by someone. You see what I'm saying? If I had just a little bit of range on them, it would have been good. Hard to keep range on a monk. Those guys, those guys are pretty quick. Yeah, but now I just realized I can use the command flee. When I use it, he has to use all of his stuff to flee. A bonus action, action, and movement. That would have been a good one.
what is that? Are we gonna start without him or are we just gonna wait? Usually, I like giving them uh, ten minutes, so you know, four ten, we'll start thinking about what we're gonna do. But I don't like thinking about things that I don't have to thought.
Your nature sounds are very soothing. Yes, I traveled to the Amazon jungle myself and went out there and uh, recorded these. Uh, no, you didn't. No, no, I took a plane and uh, I burned all that jet fuel and I went out there and this is uh, my own work. So thank you. I appreciate that. Well, wise here. Yay. Oh, I need a big sleep.
Agway, no masturbating in the channel. What? This is not Cam City. This is not your Cam moment. We're not going to pay you for seeing any of that stuff. Uh, I'm not saying that people don't want to see that. I'm sure actually there are a lot of people that do, and they'll pay good money for it. But, uh... I'm confused. I literally... What? No, please. Please don't. Please don't. Please stop masturbating into the microphone. I can hear I can hear it hitting not, the mic. No, no. That's that's my background dog. And no. Uh-uh. Well, don't masturbate not your dog me. either, all right? No, that's not consensual. You don't know. No. You don't know that the dog wants you to do that. Just because it's lying on its back and spreading its legs and looking at you expectantly does not mean it wants you to jerk it off. I need you to stop, please. I'm begging you to stop. All right, everyone's here. Welcome. Uh, why? Welcome, Milk. I'll go ahead and uh, get ready to kick this pig. Previously, last week on Cucked Die, Y and Ugway were able to sidestep five pointy, pointy dragon cultists as they made their way into or out of uh, the dungeon they just uh, left, while Adrian helped her rat friend Jeremy settle on old score with Mickey the Mouse. After a quick deal with Mortlock's brother Amrick, for information and power, cheese and contacts traded, and Rayla, a mysterious cloaked figure with an ornate longsword, joined the party at Amrick's request to guide them through the Vantham Pure Villa. While Ugwe returned to an old couple's dairy farm and burned a little old lady in her home, Adrian and Y made their way through the inner city gates with an army of animals brought to a revolutionary fervor. Very animal house using high stealth rolls minus a turtle uh, and outfitting the ferret force five with knives uh, led by Jeremy with fire from the sky and birds. The nine guards uh, uh, could be heard from out front dying slowly in painful deaths. From outside the mansion, our heroes now find themselves within uh, uh, within the Van Thumpier Villa as flames rain down upon their enemies, who are unable to flee as the uh, team of rodents and ferrets uh, lash and cut their ankles and Achilles to ribbons. As the cries die out over the next few minutes, and the silence presses upon you, you all, you all feel uh, consumed uh, and consumed by the silence as the final death throes are oppressively, uh, are oppressively silenced. Welcome to the Vantham Pure Villa. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and start there. We're saying that there were some vases, tapestry, a rug, and all that good stuff. 
Yeah, so you look around and there are some very impressive tapestries on the wall, mostly depicting um, the Duke Thalamroth Van Thampur herself, a very strong woman. Uh, also, you look around the, uh, the room and you see that there are many different male figures and you're guessing that you, know, you look down and you see, okay, this is the first husband, and then the second husband, and then the third husband. It seems to seems to be a few different husbands this woman's had. I guess she's not so good with uh, her ninja. Okay. Um, how far up are the bases? So there are, I'd say in this room, there's about two or three different tapestries and then the vases are on different pedestals and they're, you know, they look expensive. I mean, you, you, you take a look and you see that they're, they have these odd, like engraved repeating patterns on them. It's nothing, uh, it doesn't look... Uh, about how much do the vases weigh? Like, can I pick one up and kind of get a feel for it? Yeah, you pick one up and it's light. It's not something that you... It's not made of metal. It's obviously porcelain. And it does seem like it's something like a, a delicate piece of art that a rich person would own. You don't see, like, any immediate inherent value in it. But you do recognize that... A lot of the pattern work, a lot of the uh, inlays are quite intricate. If it's not your thing, I mean, you could tell that it does have a, a quality of beauty to it. Can the birds one? Yes. All right, I'm going to hand off the vases to the birds I have and any returning birds. Okay, go ahead and roll a d20 and let's see, um, you know, the bird takes it up and it kind of grabs onto it and starts to lift it up and fly away with it. Let's see if we could hold onto it. Seventeen. Seventeen, no problem. Yeah, so it takes up the vase and it's flying around with it. Um, apart from the main entrance, this room has two exits. A plaster shelf lined with ornate vases, the ornate vases that you were looking at, circles the room at about a height of nine feet. Spread across the flagstone floor is a ten-foot-wide, fifteen-foot-long rug of exquisite designs depicting a royal coronation. Two tapestries hang on the wall, depicting a dragon flying over a ship and pilgrims on camels, respectively. I want to take the tapestry. Ooh, okay. Uh, so you're going to start stuffing the tapestry. There's two tapestries on the wall. There's one of a dragon, and then there's also one of, uh, like, pilgrims on camels. Which one are you taking? Am I allowed to take... Like, I'll take some time to, like, take these tapestries. 
All right, yeah. So you go ahead and take them off the wall and you start rolling them up. And as you you take the first one down and, you know, you get the dragon one all rolled up and you stuff that one into the bag of holding. And then as you are rolling up the second one, two people enter the room. One, uh, a young 19-year-old woman and another uh, slightly balding uh, older man, a gentleman uh, in a three-piece tuxedo and a monocle and a top hat. And... They walk in, and they're kind of in some kind of argument between themselves. Uh, the uh, butler's like, uh, he's kind of, it seems like he's scolding uh, the younger lady. And he is telling her that she has to be more careful, and she can't, you must, you must be more careful, Ambra. You, you can't just let things go out of hand and fall on the ground and then they, you know that the duke would be most angry if she finds that you've let another vase fall and break and she uh she kind of is dismissing him she's annoyed she's got that like vexed tone as she's not even like looking over her shoulder she's probably she's uh trying to like dust and do her job and it's clear that this guy's like tailing her and harassing her and like using his position of authority over her to be a, a jerk and yeah he's kind of just hovering hovering over her as she like works her way around the room and eventually they get to a point where they look over and they see you and your entire group of uh Frank. yeah of, of just uh you know, tens and tens of animals and you are halfway <laughs> bent over stuffing one of these tapestries into your bag of holding and they all just pause and look over at you. As soon as they see us, can I use my cantrip mold earth in a five foot square around them? Use the earth under the ground to snake up and cover their mouths. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Um, so you do so. They are so uh, shocked at seeing you there. They don't make any move immediately. And as in that moment of pause, the ground kind of reaches up from beneath the floorboards, kind of cracks through the wood and grabs them. They are immobilized. Uh, I want to give them a small wave, like I belong here, whatever, like, yeah, just passing through, doing business. So as you wave, Rayla uh, steps forward and uh, goes up to... Ambra, the female maid, and starts removing the dirt. She looks back at you guys. Would you please, I swear to God, these people are not the enemy. And uh, she uh, starts to try and uh, dig out the um, the female maid uh, first. You say oh, uh, that like we're aware of who's our enemy and who isn't. We're in unknown territory. We don't so, know who from who. No, Rayla, what relationship do you have with these people? Look, Amrick asked me to guide you through here, and I don't want you attacking the help. I'll get you where you need to be, but you don't need to you kill mean, these what do you people. Mean, the help. We don't know who the help is, so it would. Do you think the maid and the butler are not the help? Thing. Look, these aren't the problem. These aren't the individuals that are going to be dangerous for you. You don't need to kill every maid and butler in this house to make to get to what you need. We we were not. We weren't kill them. intending to kill them. We immobilized them. I can kill them if that's what needs to be done. But I was not. That's not my intention. She continues to like try and free um, 
Ambra specifically, she is looking back over at uh at the butler. Uh, she she's not in any particular hurry to help him, but she is helping out uh Ambra. She uh, uh, works for another couple the seconds earth. and gets her free. I'm gonna remote the earth and say, "They will stay like this. We do we do not need any servants running around and muddling our plans." <sighs> Unbelievable! You can't be worked with. And she uh backs away from these two. I'm gonna go up to the where they're immobilized and I'm gonna look over like straight in the eyes and be like do you want freedom? Uh, Ambra looks at you uh, <laughs> with wide eyes and says mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's a bit too desperate of a I want freedom. Do you want freedom from the earth or do you want freedom from the palms of such an evil overseer as you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trust her, uh, um, uh, ugly. Could you uh, please remove the earth from her mouth? I need to have a small conversation. I'll, you can I'll keep, keep it her. Guy. I'll keep her restrained. I'll remove the earth from her mouth. <sighs> oh, oh, thank you. I, um, I, I tell you, this is uh, my second day on the job. It's pretty exciting. Oh my goodness. Oh Jesus. Okay. Um... Uh, girl, just so you know, if you start screaming, I'll kill you. Okay, what scream? Oh, God. Don't mind the turtle. He's, uh, he's in a bad mood today. Things happen. Oh. Um, he got his ass beat. Oh, goodness. I won't, allow- <laughs> I won't allow you to be killed. I'm sure you're just doing your job. Like, don't shoot the messenger, as they say. No, of course. I. I what do you have? Whatever you need to know, I'll, I'll tell you. It's not so much a need to know. Uh, you said you've only been here a couple wait, wait, days, wait, wait, so you don't have wait, any particular wait. attachment to us. Uh, I don't know anything. Wait, Please wait. let me go. <laughs> you turtle man, please. I don't want to choke to death on Earth. I can't breathe. Oh, I'll undo the stuff around her neck. Just that. I want to keep her hands and stuff restrained. Okay, yeah, okay. So she, uh, her face, the tension in her face eases a little bit as you relax the earth around her. She's not quite as terrified. All right, well, she's not going to be a good addition to the revolution now, is she? I'm going to turn to the uh, obviously older seasoned gentleman. All right, and then I'm going to uh, put the uh, earth around her mouth, but make sure her neck's good. I'm going to drop the, the mouth and the neck on the older gentleman. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Well then, you, sir, uh, seem to have quite a bit of attitude. Uh, but that doesn't mean you're completely unsalvageable. Well, I dare say I've been working for the Van Pure family for more than two decades now, and I won't be roughhoused or bound by a bunch of ruffians. <laughs> So you have loyalty to them. I dare say I, I'm a man of character and faith, and I believe that the Vantham Pures have treated me well as I've served them faithfully. I'll ask you this. What's your I'll... price? <laughs> oh, I'll undo it. I'll undo uh, it again. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'd say uh, there's no one who doesn't have a price. I... Uh, but you have to understand, these people have made sure of my welfare and protected me for so long, I would have to sell it very dearly, say, uh, 
Oh, if I had to put a number on it, uh, call it 50 gold. Ensure your well-being, your safety, and uh, essentially what would be witness protection in this day and age, along with your fit. One wonderful, yes. I reluctantly acquiesce. But you won't get it until after we're done with our things here. So I'm gonna have to ask you, with the utmost respect, to leave the premises and not return for at least two days. I think we should be done by then. Yes, yes, of course. I. Have been meaning to do an errand for the uh, the du- uh, the Duchess herself. Of course, I'll go out uh, to that uh, and make sure that the the larders and the winery is uh, fully stocked. I'll do that now. And he starts making his way. Hey, sir. Why? His... <laughs> Why? Okay. You know, the Duchess. Where can we find her? Oh well, I believe she's uh. Well, I know she's here. I saw her arrive. I'm not sure where in the villa she is currently, but I know that she is among the Hurons currently. Okay, and sir, really quick, did you see any people walking around? Five people who are maybe new? No, no. I I dare say there's no one here that hasn't been among the guards or... Uh, the Duchess herself, uh, no one out of the ordinary. Oh, well, there was the gentleman from El Torel that arrives in the last few days, but I'm sure he's part of the normal, uh, the normal with, through traffic here. With the passive insight of 18, can I tell that he won't be, you know, turn on us and alert everyone? He will go ahead and make a deception roll. <laughs> ah, so he's lying. Oh, you won't know that unless, of course. I uh, we guess we wouldn't. I, I mean, feel so betrayed. Why is the type to kill people for war? Oh, no, 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 no need to. to be concerned. I'm the most trustworthy person you ever met. And you see he is sweating bullets. His you, eyes what, are what darting around. His pupils are as big as moons. He is... He oh, he might be nervous. This, uh, deception. Yeah, especially with the passive inside of eighteen, so useful. I'm gonna walk over to him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him in the eye, and I'm gonna say, "You should never lie to me." And I'm gonna get the earth around his neck and start choking. Oh, uh, Oh, And he is uh, dying. He's gonna have to make a. See, he's gonna try and break free. So he's gonna make a strength Uh, check. Really quick. Just do it against myself, uh, Adrian. He's just a guy working here because he was paid to. I mean, again, Ugway's the type to kill somebody like this, just so. But I'll look at uh, why. Are you the like the nice type? No, you're like the all righteous monk here. Again, again, not really my issue, right? Uh, again, you you're the you know you got no problem killing people because apparently you got a new guy who's not evil, even though we were in evil cave and. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Ages look at the girl. I asked a girl if she has any connection to this man, or if she cares about him in any way. Uh, she sweet. looks back at you and says, mm, mm, mm. "He." Oh, yeah, I undo the earth. I undo the earth. As you undo the earth, he successfully breaks free of your. Uh, I have a spell save DC of sixteen. 
Yeah, he rolled a 19. He rolled high. So he breaks free, and just in a puff of dust and a little bit of cloudy dirt, he starts running at the door, and he's going to try and make a break for it. Are any of my animals within uh, range to grab him? Any of the larger ones that I brought along with yeah. Uh, I want to throw my. What is it? Uh, dark. Well, hold on here. So we're going to say uh, roll up some initiative because he's going to try and make a break for it. And it sounds like y'all want to try and stop him. And he doesn't have a lot of room to make it out. So let's roll uh, up some initiative. I've got a six. Six. Oh, dear. 21. Well, yeah, I, I got a one with plus five. 21. Got a uh, 17, 19 minus 2. Alright, so Adrian, you're up first. What are you doing? Oh, how far away did he get from me, Mizzittle? He turned around and essentially started to drop to the ground to try and gain some momentum, but he's right in front of you. He's within 5 feet. There's no reason I can't just reach out and grab him then. That's right. I'll do that. All right, so he's going to try and, uh, you're going to try and grapple him. He's going to try and resist. Go ahead and roll it up. Strength? Yeah, strength. Goodness, I'm actually straight up. Oh, okay. Uh, 22. Yeah, so he rolled a six. You go ahead and lock onto him. And as soon as he tries to start moving away, both his feet shoot out from in front of him and you kind of plop him down on his butt. <laughs> oh, that's fun. All right. I want to reach my arm around his neck in a sort of makeshift choke hold that still <laughs> allows him some breathing. But it's enough pressure to where he knows I could crush his jugular at any moment. All right. Well, you do so. He continues to sweat. In fact, you look down at your sleeve and you're like, ugh, gross, I'll have to wash this later. Sweating on ya. He is going to try and break free at disadvantage. Yeah, he's already exerted some energy. 14 and an 8. I'm guessing an 8 does not beat your strength. <laughs> no, alright, so... Yeah, he tries to wiggle a little bit, and then he just feels your rock-hard orc half-orc muscles, and he's like, well, maybe that was a bad idea. And he passes his turn. Uh, let's see, and then it's Ugway. You're up next. All right, I'm going to... Uh, can I use my free action to undo the girl's like uh, like mouth and ask her if she's like particularly related to this dude or if he's just her higher up? Uh, no, no, he's just my boss, I... I hate the son of a bitch, really. Okay, then I'm gonna walk over to him. So really quick, um, I want to who is doing that. Why do you hate him? It's been two days. Well, frankly, he's you an said. asshole. He's always over my shoulder. He's telling me I'm not doing a good job, and he doesn't work half as hard as I do. I'm doing all the work. He's just taking credit for it. Frankly, fuck this guy. I'm gonna say okay. beautiful, and I'm gonna walk. I want to ask him. the guy though. I want to ask the guy. Is she really doing? Uh, oh. No, she's she's liar. She's a fucking cunt. <laughs> can I? I detect I love that. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I then walk over to him and say, "It's your time." I'm gonna put my hand on his chest while he's restrained. I need to roll the hit with advantage. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Roll the hit with advantage. 
right, he is restrained. He, I guess he's blanking. Uh, if you're ever going to get advantage, he's prone. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We will take some advantage. You we might just want to beat him. We might need those spell slots for the Duchess. Yeah, I was just going to try and, like, I'm not, I'm going to use a cantrip. I'm going to use oh, okay. all the dead. Touch him. Oh, that's a save. You Sorry. Use a you could have just beat Give disadvantage the on that save then. Uh, what's he the rolling? He's rolling a saving throw. The wisdom save. You you said what's my? Come on, Ugwe, help us out here. I'm confused yeah. about what happened. You're walking up, you're placing a hand on this poor butler's Sorry, chest, and you you're casting... No, he did can not. Can you hear me? Oh, uh, so, uh, I'm... He needs to make a wisdom save. Alright, what's the DC? Uh, 16. 13, he fails. Say he's been damaged by the choking, even a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's taking a little damage. So instead of 2d8, that's 2d12. Oh wow! So you just you you slammed him, huh? So you went ahead and you told the dead on him. Does that do damage? does uh, i already will damage it on a 12 and a 7 so 19 points of damage wow okay so where your hand is on his chest his flesh starts to melt away and turn black and after a few horrifying seconds of him locking eyes with you there is a hole in his chest where your hand was and he is you he would be bleeding out but just the flesh is dropping and tearing away from him he dead he is gasping and it doesn't look good he can't breathe because where his lungs used to be there's like uh mostly no lungs anymore man i'm gonna say that's what happened to traitors i'm going to bonus action look at him At this point, Ambrose starts to, like, cry uh, silently. She's trying not to cry, but she she's making the least amount of noise while crying. I want to look at her and be like, this? you did this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. You can stop it. How? Say something. <laughs> what oh, are you talking about? Okay. Something? I'll use, I'll use bonus action. Yeah, I'll use bonus action healing word on him. Just wanted to... <sighs> he gets max heals because of my domain. He heals nine points. Alright, he is back alive and he's looking at all of you with just horror in his eyes. Somehow, a part of his soul started to drift down into everlasting fire and he was scared. He was afraid that this was his new reality, and just by a margin, a hair, he was brought back to this world. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Adrian I think I got my point across. That's always great. Oh yes, uh what is your name? You never got that. I know it's so rude. I'm Adrian. Adrian Frederick. Oh yes, nice to meet you, Frederick. Yes, yes. Wonderful to meet you. I won't gonna lie, I've been on this world seventy years and I never knew that the fiery everlasting pain was where my soul would lie. I always thought I'd be a celestial and rise upon the mountains of snow and sun. But you were very I, wrong. I I was <laughs> I was mistaken. I apologize. I mean, there's always time to change, isn't there? Well, I thought so too, but until you're halfway into the hell, I suppose you think the Oh, well, I, you are the definition of correct, young young lady. Please don't kill me again. <laughs> Alright, then. Um, I think I still have... Mm, yes. Let me check. I have something for this. Yes. Alright, so... I still have some rope. It's not a lot, but... So you look at this man. He is a 70-year-old, 70, 70 pushing 80-year-old gentleman. You don't think you're going to need a lot of rope to restrain this guy. Oh, it's not so much for restraining. Uh, how long would it take me to attempt to bend a thin part of the javelin into, like, a metal ring as, like, a makeshift collar and then connect that to the rope? I would say, uh, you hammer that out in about five seconds. That's fine, let me, and I'll do that. Clink, clink, bang, bang. You have a collar with, uh, that is now attached to the rope. Alright, so I'll just bring him along with me. He seems... He does not complain. His eyebrows go up a little bit, and he says to you, I haven't done anything like this since college. And... <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, and he is I love uh, amiable, to say the least. Now we know why he's in hell. Rayla comes up to you guys, and he's like, uh, and she says to you, Adrian, specifically, if you, if you're quite done intimidating the help, I can answer any questions you might have. That's why Amric asked me to accompany you here. You haven't asked me if you would like to meet Thirstwell, his brother. He might have some information for you. Or proceed directly to the Duchess herself. But I suggest you come up with a plan that I might be able to inform you and provide some aid. Otherwise, I don't know why I accompanied you. I'm going to put a hand on their shoulder and tisk and be like, You're mistaken. There's no intimidation here. It's mainly just making friends in the most unconventional way. And it would be best for you if you calmed down, you know, took a break. You'll get wrinkle lines like that, you know? And you're so pretty. Well, thank you, first of all. Second of all, I don't judge myself or put my value upon my appearances and how other people perceive me. I put my value in how I aid and assist other people. And I do not think that you are being... You're not being guidable. You're not being helpful. I don't know how. I don't know how I could be of assistance here, but I tell you, I'll, I am here on a favor. Can you be and of I'm, assistance? 
you know, a pretty person helping feels a lot better than an ugly person helping. <laughs> Not even that. that. Here's what you can do for me. Just smile. Just give me a little smile. Because you haven't this entire time, and I'm starting to feel a bit concerned that you can't feel the smallest amount of joy. She glares you at you, a woman to smile? Yes. Her eyes Are narrow. Are you a six-foot orc telling a woman to smile? Wow. So she is she not happy, and she does try and crack a smile, but she's just showing teeth at you. It's... You can tell this person isn't someone who has a great sense of humor. Okay, then. Well, you tried. We're going to get there eventually. Uh, what were you saying about Thirstwell? Let's get to I'm sure you're tired of my shenanigans. Fine, this so. way I will bring you to Thirstwell. He might be able to give you some answers, and in any case, he'll know where his mother is in this forsaken building. And she starts to turn away and tromp up towards, uh, across this carpet and over to the stairs leading to the second floor. You guys going to follow? Are you streaming? Oh, yes. This is out of game correction. Are you streaming by chance, Wookie? Yes. I huh? should actually disclaim that before we go live and be like, oh, we're streaming. Oh, Well, yeah, you guys following her? She's starting to make her way up the stairs. Got Adrian following. How about uh, Y and Ugwe? Will you guys be following as well? Say, uh, Y, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. Can everybody else hear me? Yes, Discord we can hear you. Oh, Alright, yeah, what? I think we should be cautious that those two will be cooperative, I guess I should say. Uh, again, we don't really need their cooperation. We have ropes, and you have earth. We're gonna shove them into the earth, tied up. Did you, did you hear what they were saying? You must have dirty little secret is. I don't care. It's not my issue. You have dirty little secrets. Everybody has secrets. It's not my problem. Uh, but I like to make things my problem. You would know that. Mm, no, nah, I'm a monk. Really listen to people, do terrible things, and tell them they're okay and they're going to survive. They're not going to hell. Well, we both know they are. You know? Right, well, I guess my main thing was, can you cover me for just, say, maybe ten minutes? Four... Plus? Uh, I must. I, I. I would like to do a ritual just to see if we walking into any traps or anything. I will sit here and make sure no one beats your head and. Like you did. That's it. Yeah, I. I can still do that again. Right, I'm gonna start ritual casting detect magic. What's the right answer to that? What's the range on detect magic? So it takes ten minutes to ritual cast, so I don't burn a spell slot. Thirty feet. I can see through a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, or uh, or a thin sheet of lead, and three feet of wood or dirt. So you I say figure. you take the time to cast. You uh, take the time to cast. Uh, detect magic, and you ping some kind of magical object above you, 
and uh, to the southwest. As as I look around throughout like all the house, just kind of doing my head in a full three sixty up and down everywhere. I see anything else? So you look around, and in the particular foyer, the receiving room that you have entered through the back of this mansion, you see vases, rugs, tapestries, all of value. You probably glean that the rugs that you're standing on, you know, they were hefty rugs, they're probably weighing about 50 pounds each. Those are worth 200 gold at least, and then the tapestries are probably put and pushing 50, 100 gold. But... You know, besides your keen eye of uh, of how things are expensive, how things might be valuable, you don't see anything that's giving off a magic aura. The only magic aura that's pinging is above and uh, and to the southwest of you. And I'm gonna that to myself and say, all right, not seem to be any traps, but uh, this lasts, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, you also have. You would detect my staff, I think. Oh, I would detect his staff. Yeah, so whatever yeah, I don't know if your is, character yeah, you had a magic see, one. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. say, where where did you get that uh, magical staff? Uh, why? I've always had this. What are you talking about? Now I know that's a lie. That's a blatant lie, because I've used detect magic before with you around. Well, I'm not fault you suck at your job. I know you're lying, but okay. Uh, sure. Always have that. Yeah. Alright. Where were you last night? Me? Yeah. Or this night. I was doing things. Where were you? Well, I, uh, beat your head and then went to go uh, clean so my staff. You mean your magical yeah. staff that you got from magic store, but I'm wondering how you paid for something so expensive. Uh, nevertheless, let's worry about our own things. And I mean, I used the money from the first set of gold, and then I'm the second sure, set of gold I found. I'm, I'm going to look at why and be like, I'm sure you did, why? I'm sure you did. Of course. How else would I pay for it? It's very expensive. Very loud noises are coming from the stairway as a horse, a cow, different uh, dogs and cats all make their way up the stairs. It's like a parade of animals just clomping it's, up the stairs as it, you... It's uh, pointless and being stealthy at this point. Make We're, your insinuations over here, this guy. Help was always optional. So, Adrian, I mean, you find yourself the... upstairs and you see a long hallway with a series of doors, about five of them. Uh, two on the left, two on the right, and then one uh, directly to your left as you come up the stairway. I face one and get ready to hit it. Why? You made your way up the stairs? Yep. All right, so it's the animal army upstairs, along with Adrian and her uh, new manservant, uh, the butler, Frederick Gray. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm the one that almost killed him. You did, but she put him on a leash, so technically he's his pet. Or, uh, yeah, Adrian, Adrian's pet. Gonna have so much fun together. Noticing that Adrian really likes pets, whether they be animals or people or, you know, whatever. 
one. I'm just checking. Would you putting that man in a collar be slavery? I mean, that's legal, isn't it? Yeah, just just checking. You also forced the woman to smile. Yes. It's not a single theme. Adrian is by no means a person. <laughs> Things are fine. Okay, just just saying, you know. Seem real orcish. No more code been broken here. Besides, me asking her to smile is for the greater good. She needs to lighten up. <laughs> I'm so terrible in the normal world. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Anyway. If there's any place to have slaves, it's D&D. I Yay. don't like how this. Plus, Frederick uh... isn't a slave; he's a pet. You got him on a collar. Are we well, talking about the Well, he'll be free once allowed? he learns how to be. Okay, he'll be free Le once, once he, learns he learns how to be more obedient and learns how to, you know, stick with me instead of trying to run away. For now, the leash is just. A man tried to run away from a giant pink half orc, and you burned his chest out, healed him, then collared him, and are saying he won't ever be free till he learns to obey your will. I wasn't the one who burned him. I would have preferred to do it. Oh, I can't stop. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adrian. You were doing the choking, right? I didn't choke him. I put him in a like uh, um, headlock without actually pressing down enough. So oh, he was still you. able to talk and breathe and things like that. I think I specified that when I first got him into the choking. Ugwe's gonna mutter, and I'm the terrible one here. Yes, we Are know, Ugwe. Uh, we're not debating that. that. No one's no one's contesting you on that. We're also debating yeah. how terrible Adrian is. Yeah, I'm a lawful evil. It's probably that was for sure. more to chaotic. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have more lawful evil. Ugwe's. Oh, if it was, yeah, we should, we should keep going. I'm evil too. You guys, why you're not evil? Because I'm I'm chaotic evil. No, I'm true neutral. Adrian oh. is just very or not true chaotic. He likes being around people. He's a very bubbly personality, and I guess his set of morals is just oh yes, make friends, lots of friends. Friends oh, are good. Admirables, you see, I enjoy my friends. Also known as slaves are good. He doesn't think of him as a slave. He's not about to force him to do things he doesn't want to do, and he like but tries to be. But you're gonna keep him in the collar okay. until he becomes more obedient. Yeah. So, what would that remind you of? Nothing ever in history before. It's completely unique. And I went. This gonna be I went up the stairs. Saw that thing Yeah, I was. I was up the stairs. Always following, and then Milk is dragging her slave behind her. Him, Adrian's dragging behind him. All right, so you guys find yourself upstairs, and there is a hallway along with four doors down the hallway, and one directly behind you as you crest the stairs. The gentleman, the butler that you have so uh, lovingly taken care of into your service he uh, turns to you Adrian and he's like oh, that door on the left uh, the furthest door on the left there is uh, the master's chambers if you so require his, uh, his attention I'll have you know though he doesn't like to be disturbed yeah I hear you. Uh, 
There we go. Whoa. Discord was spazzing out. Discord is spazzing out all the time. Yeah. How many but... people are on it? It's crazy. Yeah. I think we can hear each other now. I don't know if Milk can talk. Yeah, Milk, buddy. We can't hear you if you're talking, Milk. Sometimes what I don't understand yeah, okay. how these maps work. I mean, I see that there is a rail. Okay, I get it. So the stairs come up, and this is a railing that overlooks the floor below it. See, I'm not stupid. I'm going to head to where I saw that thing and be like, just split up. I'll check this way, and I'm going to go that way. And what thing are you looking for in particular? That magic item I saw earlier. Oh, very good. So Ugwe makes his way down to this last door on the left. Can't see the screen because you're not streaming on Discord. I will fix that now. Can I, like, pet Frederick? <laughs> so you turn back and you caress Frederick's bald head and you oh. kind of adjust his collar so he's not rubbing and really take a little That's Vaseline it. out and you put that on the the soreness of the sores that are developing on his neck. Has it been 15 minutes? Uh, I, uh, cat, since I ritual cast project magic. I'd say you're pushing 510. It's still up. Sweet, because I have 15 with it. I'm going to make my way to the room where I see it and go in, you know, being careful, looking for people, being ready to make them in earthen shackles, such, and I'm going to head to where I saw that thing. All right. Uh, are you approaching, uh, are you just stomping down this wood hallway and slamming through well, the door, I'm or are you carefully... trying to be quiet, but hmm. Ugwe is not a very quiet person. All right, I, mean, I was me. up here, right? So I just stay quietly and check to see if anyone's there before Uwe can get up there. All right. Not, I'm not trying to find what he's uh, Uwe's trying to find. I'm just trying to see if anybody's up there. So you see nothing. It is, it's clear. There's no one up here, but, but other than yourselves. And as Uwe approaches, he slows down in his turtle form, even in slower motion than normal. Go ahead and give me a stealth check, uh, Uwe. Uh, oh, let's go. That's uh, a 15. That's only a 13. Interesting. I am going to have prepared, um, I'm going to have, uh, is there like any water around me? You look down the hallway and you see wood. And then you look down the other hallway and you see stone. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna then look at the stone and like get ready if I need to to. Uh, I can't mold the earth. We're not on the ground floor. I'm gonna prepare a guiding bolt at first level uh, as I'm walking down this hallway. All right. So you prepare guiding bolt and you open the door. The rest of you watch as very stealthily, Ugwe turns the doorknob and starts to crack it open and. Within, Adrian and uh, even Frederick, you both see a gangly, just a pencil-thin gentleman. You can see they that. Can as... see, they can see that from where they are positioned. Yeah, right when you guys open the door, you're able to look inside the room and you see a very thin gentleman. 
His face okay. is sucked in. His eyes are, are hollow. And he's looking down at a cube. It is an infernal puzzle box. And he is absorbed that, that into it. That looks going magical. That is the magic item that you are detecting. He is completely obsessed with it. He is looking down at it and he's trying to open the puzzle box. And it's obvious that he cannot ascertain how to do so. He looks over at you as soon as he opens the door and he's like, intruders! And he casts Sacred Flame in your face. Alright, well, because I got him prepared, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt in his face. Oh, snap! Go ahead and roll it up. I will do just that. Give me a minute. What's your AC? Isn't your AC super high? Um, I'm just getting up to where I can roll. Oh, wait. Yeah, Sacred Uh, Flame doesn't actually have to roll to hit you. That's right. Yeah, it's it's a save. 26 to hit. 18 plus 8. That hits. Uh, Sacred Flame is a saving throw. Alright, I got 46 damage. Uh, that's 16 plus 5. 21 points of damage. Wow. Just killed him. So he unleashes the sacred flame at you. It's a saving throw of what kind? It is a dexterity saving throw of 13. I fail. I'm gonna turn to the- Could you please hold off on randomly attacking the people we need for information? This is a very unprecedented situation. Will we recognize that that's Infernal Puzzle Box? So you look down and you see Infernal a cube puzzle. with different inlays of just lines that uh, circle and come back around and upon themselves. It looks like some kind of grid or lock, maybe some kind of ward on this puzzle box. It seems to be some kind of component to the actual spell. But as you guys see Ugway in the door just whip out a guiding bolt, it careens directly towards Thirstwill's head, and where Thirstwill's head used to be, there is nothing but a blood fountain that erupts and covers the entire ceiling and back of the room. There is nothing left of Thirstwell. Is there water anywhere in the room? Like a bath, like maybe a sink, maybe? Yes, there is a bathtub over to the headless corpse that is now oozing blood onto half of this room. I'm going to use shape water and just clean it all up. Uh, Go ahead and roll a... Go ahead and roll a straight d20 just to see how... uh, how good this mop and uh, this mop and bucket technique works here. You mean me literally summoning water? I got you. D20. Uh, 16. 16? Mm-hmm. So very Fantasia like. Uh, these mops, these buckets come to life, sweep, 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 and then kind of. I, I can't control the mops and the buckets. It's literally just the water. All right, yeah, so the water kind of leaps out of this bathtub, sweeps over across the floor, sucks up on most of the blood, uh, and then deposits itself back inside the bathtub. Beautiful. I'm going to walk over, uh, and the inf- I'm going to pick up the box and stuff it in my backpack. All right, you do so. The rest of you see Ugwe walk up, take this uh, cube, this uh, this puzzle box, 
and stick it inside his bag. So what's the current situation? Is Thirstwell dead or something? So there's a headless corpse that used to be Thirstwell Vamthampur next to his bed. Uh, He has dropped the uh, infernal puzzle box that he was obsessing over. And he is... uh, he is now a, uh, a quite dead individual. Hel- can I like put him in his bed under the covers to make it look I like he's sleeping? Can do? Does anyone have any way to revive him? I don't think so. Oh goddamn! Uh, if I had to cover I'd... Frederick's eyes, he shouldn't have to see this. If I put five, we needed a way to open the box. Revivify, but nah. So that actually wouldn't help because you did more than twice his hit points. So you actually murder murdered him. He's dead. Uh, He's oh well. No if he had gone ha- down, I could have spared the dying. No, there's actually spells that would completely revive him. Revive him. Revive him. If you have resurrection, almost... uh, that might do it. But I, I'm not sure if revivify is going to cut it because he doesn't have a head anymore. So you're going to have to grow a head uh, for this poor guy. I got you. I got you, homie. You, um, uh, Ugway, go ahead and roll up, and Adrian as well. Both of you roll perception checks. Uh, not actively looking for anything. Can I just use my passive perception? Of 18? Yeah, I'll say that's okay. Yeah. Adrian, were you trying to say something? I got a 22. You got a what? 22. 22. A three and a three. So both of you look over to the fireplace and you see soot move. There's nothing in there. There's nothing inside the fireplace that would make it move. And then as the puff of soot comes up, there's a faint outline of an invisible creature moving up the chimney as it disappears. Um, can we get a reaction and use things on it? You can is it try. A goblin? It is not a goblin. Can we tell what it is or is it just like almost an invisible person? It's invisible. To figure out what does. Okay. Wait, is it an imp? It is imp-sized. Can I use da 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 da? I use uh can trip. I use can trip gust and uh, gust him. No, I didn't take Gust. Oof. Uh, can I use the water and send it up after him and try and drag him back down? Oh, you uh, shape water. Oh, no. Five foot cube. Never mind. Oh, 30 feet, though. I mean, I'll just let the little thing go. I mean, she's trying to escape. I'd rather have a chat. I'm gonna take a couple, well, yeah, take a few minutes to get on my knees in front of the body. Not exactly pray, because I'm not a person, but like, I guess, say some some words. I'll pray. I'll do, I'll do a pray. <laughs> you didn't pray for that old lady. You don't know anything about the old lady. What old lady? <laughs> <laughs> what what old lady? So you the can... cow knows all. The cow has not told any yet. <laughs> He'll step forward with his story eventually. 
Wait, speaking of which, can I see that it's the same cow from the farm? You better not. <laughs> Leave my cows alone. So as the thought occurs to you, you walk towards the door and you peek down the hallway and you look out and you do recognize that dairy cow as the same cow. No, please. As, uh, okay. as, as the poor dairy farmer who I'm you burned. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to sit like in front by Adrian and pretend to pray but while i'm doing that start ritual casting speak with animals interesting so you have taken a, a level in druid that uh, is something you would know now all right so you both like lean your heads down and Ugwe is leading uh kind of like a, a half-hearted uh ceremonies and uh, thirstwell was known around town as a nerd well, like a bookworm, and he was never really liked by anyone, but, you know, we put up with him, and he goes on and on like this, and all in the meantime, uh, Adrian, you look over, and you yourself, knowing the uh, the Speak With Animals spell, you recognize that is what he is casting. I make a deception check. How can you dis... How? How? Unfortunately, I don't think you would be able to deceive someone uh, when you would have a spell, when you have a required amount of actions and words that you would have to say, the similarities would be too hard to mask and successfully cast a spell. I'm going to look at her. (laughs) No. You don't... You will not embrace me as one of your own? It's not so much I don't embrace you. It's a fact that you had to go behind my back to cast the spell. Meaning you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. This is false. I was just doing it in prayer. Uh, Would I have detected that? Uh, I have passive 17, so I would have known what she's doing. But you don't know the speak with animal spell, so do you recognize? He's heard Adrian do it a whole bunch of times, though. Adrian, uh, you don't. Adrian doesn't actually have to cast a spell. The way that kind of barbarian works is that they can just do it. It's like a can. And it's a rich. It's a ritual cast. Not not for Adrian. It's not. She doesn't have to utter any incantations. No, for a totem barbarian. Yeah, it's ritual. No, it's at will. If you read the spell description, it's at will. Go ahead and give me a d20 roll wide, a C, just general knowledge. To, you look down and you see what's going on here. Let's see what you see. Yes. The arc- uh, just a random d20? Yeah, straight d20 roll. No uh, modifiers. Modified. Oh, darn modifiers. <laughs> 17. Yeah, so you see Agwe casting Speak With Animals. Not any personal experience, mind you. This is just something you know of. You've seen out there on the street. Alright, so I said, what are you trying to do, Agwe? I'm trying to make my way with the animal crowd, you know? Not the only person. Uh, Adrian's not the only person who likes animals. Body kind of sputters out a little bit of blood. Some little last heart pumps that are oozing out of this headless corpse on the ground now. 
I'm gonna use the shape water to just kind of cover over it. Bubbles a little bit. But you do manage to um, to get most of the blood back into the body off the wood. Like the wood is beginning to swell, uh, but it isn't bloody. Mm. I put him in the bathtub, like face down. Sure. So you put the uh, headless corpse uh, body nipples down. Okay. solves that problem. Let's get a move on, shall we? And just keep looking, actually. I don't really... I take the puzzle box, though, and put it in my uh, bag of holding. Puzzle box. So the puzzle box is oh. actually already an uh, Ugway's backpack. I'm looking at why, because I know you like to steal things from me. You can look at me things. all you want. I didn't try to. I didn't say I was going to try to. So you're just looking at me. It's fine. All right. I uh, wait for a way to walk out the room. Main thing of information. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna wait for. Guide. I'm gonna wait for Y to walk out of the room. Y <laughs> just stands there, waiting, leaning on a staff. Because I, again, I wait. That... I, I lean on my warhammer. All right. You know what? Y just says, uh, "I need that box. I know somebody who can open it." Mm, you can take us to that person. I detected it. I came up here and grabbed it. Rightfully mine. Source of information. No point in stealing it. Alright. I won't take you there because I don't trust you. Uh, you can find somebody. And I just walk out. Because I don't want to keep stealing from the party. That seems perfect. It is a theme that you hate to see repeat. Yeah, I did get a 20 though. 12 plus 8. Okay, okay. Unnatural. Um, I will uh, walk out uh, after uh, Y, and I will uh, be in the back of the group. Uh, and I'm gonna say, uh, Adrian, do you mind if I speak with some of your animals? Maybe make some more tactical plans with them. Be some of the bigger animals, as I know what it's like to be big and chonky and run in and do things. Milk. Uh, yes. Sorry, my stuff cut out. Uh, you guys are fighting over the box or something, aren't you? No, I uh, let it go. There's no point. I, I was going to steal it with a 20, but I decided I, I've just been a dick enough. So, I'm going to ask, I'm gonna ask Adrian I don't if think anyone in the party can open the box as it is. But yeah, I, I was going to take okay. it to a... Uh, I was gonna take it to somebody to open it up, but the guy who you bought the, the staff from, or something. Yeah. Well, there's a magic item shop in town. Helped. I can go to the same thing. Yeah, but right, again, you you have advantage on your rolls there, I assume. But uh, <laughs> oh. Gilmore is gonna be more than happy to help you out in the future. Uh, I mean, no, y'all laughing, uh, but I got a magic staff. We'll, uh, I will I mean, go uh, over to ask Adrian. Mind if I communicate with some of your bigger animals? Uh, maybe set up a battle plan for them. Maybe a bit of a formation. I would like if you ran that past me first. Let's I don't know if you're me. aware of it, but I do have very little trust in you. Uh, yes. Uh, the bigger animals first, so the cow, the horse, the stampede. It was smaller animals on their back. You could have a widespread formation. And even if we have a smaller force, if we can get the center enemy line, if there is one, push our forces in 
we can use our other forces to circle around and circle them with a the smaller force. I'm going to look to Y, ask his opinion on the matter. Again, you guys are doing this. I'm here because I was... I don't know why I'm here. You're bored? <laughs> that is a good reason. I'm here because I'm bored. This is you guys' show. I thought I was here for a reason. So, again, I'm gonna make sure I get enough stuff to pay for, I guess, some new clothes. Oh, why? Uh, I yeah. have a couple of tapestries for you. I'm sure they're worth something. Uh, thank you. I'm gonna go over to the bigger animals, gather them all together. I actually forgot why I'm here. I don't think I have a reason. You, you just came along. Same for Ugoi. Both of you just came along. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I was killing the Duchess. This is out of character. Why are you I... killing the Duchess, though? Uh, because I'm killing the Duchess for Mortlock. I'm, I'm not killing, killing the Duchess because she'll probably give us money. I was actually here to make sure that the assassins actually attack the Duchess and then try to take them out while they were fighting. Oh, that's sneaky. Yeah. You're so that's why I was like a checking. Rogue than a monk. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I've been monk-ish. I just, I've taken stuff, yeah. But besides that, I haven't really started anything. Uh, well, I'm going to uh, get all, gather all the bigger animals together. Then not had him play as a cleric and burn down this old lady's house. You don't know I did that. I'd be able to hear what Ugoi says, right? Correct, yes. Alright. I'll let him do what he does. Uh, Whether the animals uh, listen to him or not isn't really up to me. He's going to need a high roll because the animals are following you around currently because you whipped them up into a revolutionary fervor. You're their Bernie Sanders. Can I ask for 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 your help? Can I, can I ask for, um, oh, that ad on YouTube, once again, asking for your help in my campaign. <laughs> uh, can I, can I call over Adrian and say, they are quite rowdy, they seem to follow you. Do you mind if you could help me with this? No, it's your plan, your idea, and uh, okay. what you want to say to them. I'm going to explain to the animals what I had in mind. Get them on, disperse, get a circle, and circle them. Make sure they're always getting flanked at one point. Uh, Why wants to walk ahead while this is all happening? That'd be an animal anybody. handling check. What are you talking about? So at this point, uh, you're talking. Why? While you're walking away, I'd like to know, like, whether you'll be back or whether you want to do this on your own. It is quite odd to have you around. Just yeah, I'm just no really point here. I'll go fight some people. Really whole reason. All right, uh, stay I'm safe. I'm here. Yep. Bye. And I just want to walk down to see if I can find anybody. Uh, Ugo, what do you mean by animal handling? Um, uh, for, for the animals to see if they'll understand my strategy thing. Oh, I thought you, I said I'm walking away, you screamed animal handling check and I was confused. I, I didn't hear you, so I was like, oh, damn, can I? Can yes, I it's not, it's not a problem, I was, that's, that's why I was confused about. Damn, do I make an animal handling check? Someday, I hope we can all game together and I'll have like a whip <laughs> that I can whip people with when <laughs> it's not their turn to talk. Um, no, so, uh. This particular check, since it's not going to be one animal you're trying to handle, you're actually trying to reason, you're trying to convince a group of animals. And essentially, since they're animals, it's like convincing a group of three-year-old children. So you'll be making a persuasion, a persuasion. check, yes. With disadvantage. 
Uh, 22, 19 plus 3. With disadvantage. Oh, a disadvantage. Never mind. Plus 3. <laughs> Curse you. So I got a 8. So with an 8? And you could just ask Adrian to back you up. I did, and she said no. So you are essentially a Karen <laughs> at a Black Lives Matter protest. You are trying to talk to them about strategy and how violence begets violence, and no one's really having it. And they're kind of just hoping you get hit by a car. So, uh, yeah, you, you make your case. Uh, and, you know, for a second, everyone's like on board and, you know, the, the excitement of the moment's like behind you. And then you say like something stupid and they all just immediately lose interest in you. All right, well, I'm going to go specifically over to the cow. All right, so you walk over to the cow, and the cow, like, squints at you, like, do I do I know you, Moo? Well, I, I had the disguise on. Do I know Moo? I think he's really trying to rub in that I know you joke with I know Moo. Keeps keeps repeating it. I just wanted that to be acknowledged so we could leave yeah. the law. I don't know what Moo talking to, about. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna just look at the cow and say, I don't know why you would know me, and then I'm gonna say, oh, you definitely don't know me. The eyes. That would be investigation or deception check, right? No, the Between cow two. just knows immediately. It's got a bad feeling about you, and its eyes, its cow doughy eyes go wide. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna make sure Adrian can hear this. Say, you know, life is short, cow. I would hate for yours to be cut even shorter. And I'm gonna turn and follow why. <laughs> why is long gone with monk speed? I All right, why? Oh, monk speed. Never mind. Ugo is like a train. Comp oh, not a train. Not like actual. No, I'm not using key or anything. I'm just walking away really fast, so I don't have to be associated with anything that happens back there. I'm going to follow while I, but at a more distant pace. Actually, no, 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 I won't do that. I'll stay by the cow. Just actively take Harass my mace. I'll actively take my mace down and just start kind of swinging it around. Barely missing the cow's head. Again, <laughs> Adrian is you. right there. I come to my cow's aid. I don't know. Just know. Please, back away from the bovine. No, to be care, care, uh, clear, this is a cow or a bull. Uh, it's a dairy cow. It's uh, the white and uh, so black it's a one. Regular cow. No, he keeps saying he. I was, I was checking because I, I had plans for the cow. Yeah. And then I'm gonna talk all the other creatures. Say hi. My name is Ugway. I'm here. I'm also an animal. Blah blah blah. Da, da, da. You're an animal that that wears clothes. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a more civil. I'm not gonna tell them I'm more civilized, but I am. You, you tell them you're more civilized? Why they want you to get hit by no. a bus. No, I don't Again, that. there's no... Uh, this is one thing I want us to know. There's no cars there, right? The closest thing would be a bull or a horse, right? Well, there's no car. There's, yeah, there's no cars. There's no Ford Model Ts <laughs> running around. It's uh, for transportation. So you I'm, I'm saying... Okay. Uh, I was saying if you want them to get hit, they want uh, a good way to get hit by a car. So... 
the equivalent would be a horse or a bull, one of them could just run into Uwe, right? Well, that's racist. I mean, he could be hit by a camel, you know? There's no camels here, is there? It's just racist for you to assume that there wouldn't be. Can I look around and see if there's any camels? Yes, you do so. There are no camels. <laughs> but was this entire <laughs> argument? There are none. Point is made. Uh, I would like to just stay by the cow and say, Adrian, you lead the way. I'm going to have to actually you step away from her. You're very young. I haven't done anything, Adrian. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're intending to do. So why? Where are you headed? I promise. I'm sorry. There was three people. What do you say? No problem. So you're walking oh. down the hallway and you reach the stairway that you had previously come up to get to the second level. You see in front of you a door. There are four other doors that have been unexplored. And then there is the stairway leading back down to the first level. Where are you headed? Uh, you said there are doors. So we're back to the first level. Uh, I'll check one of the doors. So they're all unlocked. You kind of shimmy the handle of each one. And you're like, okay, they're each unlocked. Uh, you know, wherever I want to go, it's free reign. All right. I want to walk in, see if there's any gold or anything that uh, I would use, and then walk out. And which door particularly are you scouting? Uh, could you just show me which ones? Uh, oh. So you got the yeah, two totally on the north, them. and then the to uh the one directly over uh to yeah i don't i don't know why i asked I, I i choose the same door every time the first one on the right first one on the right all right yeah. let me see that would be v15 that would be room v15 of the adventure module ah yes so you walk in and you see a tastefully appointed bedroom, uh, some nice like uh, like silk red uh, bed sheets. It's uh, very similar to the room that you just left, Thirstwell's room. It has a fireplace. There's a chest for uh, you know just uh, just basic wardrobe, basic clothes, and a wash tub, which is uh, not uh, full of blood and a headless corpse. Do I see any chest or anything that could hold anything valuable? Yes. You look and you do see a chest in the middle of the room uh, off to the other side of the of the fireplace at the foot of the bedroom. You want to make your way over to it? Yeah. All right, so you open it up, and as you look around, um, you can tell this is probably one of the sons of uh, the Duchess's, uh, one of her three sons, and kind of look around, and you see a mirror, and it's got this uh, kind of nice varnished wood frame with uh, several images of rats, ravens, and spiders carved into the wood of it. And you're thinking to yourself, well, which of the three brothers, the three Ventham pure brothers would want to look at themselves a lot? Well, it's probably that conceited son of a bitch, Amrick. Or the dumbass. Uh, to know how much worse he is than his mother. Oh, good. That's so rude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I wish he was here to hear that. 
bro. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little proud of myself for saying that. I shouldn't be in any way, fashion, or form. Oh, uh, yeah. His feelings were hurt in spirit. Uh, so yeah. you open the box and you find a slender, uh, noble apparel. Oh, yeah. You find tailored apparel to fit a slender noble. You also find a jewelry box carved from bone, 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 and a tiny box contains a gold signet ring. Bearing the Vantham Pure motto, Stone Hearts Never Bleed. That is an amazing motto. It's uh, cold. Would I fit any of these clothing as I'm built like a monk? So you will uh, kind of hold up and you see that, like, okay, yeah, these pants would fit, but they're going to be very skinny jeans. This also, this is like a lot of leather. I'm not Japanese, but I could come off as Japanese with all these belts that's on this clothing. I feel very Sora Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> There's no Japanese people in here. <laughs> I feel like me denying the clothes because they're Japanese will make me racist. There's nothing racist about cultural appropriation. Anyone who told you that is a colonialist. Not that. I'm saying denying something because it's a specific culture. Saying, oh, these are Japanese. I don't want to wear them. I feel like that would be the bad, bad You're pretty much Hitler if you do that. I'm going to take the belts and uh, the box and leave everything else. You're going to leave the signet ring and the uh, jewelry box? Oh, no, I took the box. I forgot about the signet ring. I'm going to take that too. All right, you, right. you kind of grab everything oh. over there that you want. Go ahead and write down in your inventory jewelry box and gold signet ring. And then if you want those clothes, right, can I, and, uh, uh, no, I'll leave the coat. I don't really, monk, I don't get cold. Um, I'm going to check the box, open it up and see what's in there. It is empty. So it is a jewelry box carved from bone. And you notice that on the box, it is different, like clawed hands and demonic visages. Very spooky. All right. Do uh, I want to put my hand and pour a little blood on it? You do so. Nothing happens. It looks uh, cooler though. Yeah, sweet. And uh, that and a signing ring. I just put those in my bag and then walk out. All right, you do so. Just check the next room while they're still arguing. All right, so you guys are still arguing about the cow and how the cow is not going to be the servant and it's not going to live in fear of being burned alive like its masters. I'm sorry, I've, I've missed... Can I say that? Uh, what happened? Uh, essentially, um, what has happened to date? Uh, why? Found some loot in Amrick's room. He looted Amrick's room. Yep. He is headed into this next room on the left while you guys are continuing to uh, fight for civil cow rights. Like, no, cows are people too. <laughs> I just don't want my cow to feel So while we're fighting, I'm going to say, I-, I will not kill this cow, but uh, let's just say this cow saw me do a dirty, dirty thing. And I would prefer not to get caught because of a cow. Well, if you would prefer not to be caught, then you can I promise you will not switch on me for this maybe not yeah. the great thing I did. So they're giving I mean, me a lot more time to loot these rooms. I just want that to be pointed out. No, I don't really care. Uguay, Uguay realizes, yeah, Y's probably going to want to loot more than me. So Uguay just doesn't really care at this point. Yeah. 
and uh as you say uh Ugwe doesn't care the the cow like uh does like a full circle in uh just confusion and terror it's like wait wants to kill me but it doesn't care about killing me i am worth uh not worthless i was born a cow and i'll die a cow and i'm proud of my <laughs> and as uh or a burger you never know <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna say the cow's not useless and that cow you are worth something but you will not tell anybody anything. about 359 what? Yeah, right. About uh, about six dollars a pound. That's what you're worth, cow. Uh, why? <laughs> you look through this other room and you notice that all the clothes in this particular chest, as you ruffle around through it, are huge. You don't have any problem deducing that this was probably Mortlock's room, and just the simple furnishings and the downright functionality. He's yeah, the he's dumb the, one, right? The big guy. Uh, the big uh, lovable oaf. Uh, he is the dumb one. <laughs> well, I like to be polite. Um... No need. I mean, we can we can lie. We can sugarcoat it. But... <laughs> oaf still means dumb. I'm just pointing it out. You can be a lovable idiot. Still an idiot. Uh, just needs a little help when he has to think. Um, yeah, but you look through and there's nothing valuable. <laughs> there's just uh, a very functional Spartan room that you discover here. Anything of value? Nothing. Everything is um, is just really... Um, it's not worthless, but everything is functional. There's nothing that you would want to take with you. You know, shirt, pants... Alright, I'll, I'll walk back out. Head back out. Uh, well, I'll stop. Right now. I'll just confit the cow a little bit more closely. Or feel secure. And, uh, we'll move out then. We're not gonna be getting a court. Uh, so while I'm discussing, I'm gonna be like, uh, well, I, I think that while Y is looting, we should go find out, uh, where this horrible lady is. I think I kind of like Mortlock. Why? I mean, Adrian. There was nothing to dislike about him from the start. Both He's just a lovable fat man. His his idiocy. Mm. I mean, idiocy. He was he's an idiot. A built. I well, think he was Adrian's actually. Like, an idiot. Yeah, I don't like you either. We don't talk about it though. You don't know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this is all inside like... opinions. <laughs> You're a pink orc. I didn't really need any other reason not to like you. I'm just pointing that out. That's you're racist. the. You're pink. I, I could hate you for your skin color. That's racist. No, not for your culture, for your skin color, which is also racist. But. That's actually <laughs> the definition of racist. Yeah, there's no way around it. I like other orcs who are different skin color than you. Just Why not don't the you pink like one. me being pink? It's not, this, that's not me hating you for your race. That's me hating you for a disability. Completely different He's thing. disabled. Yeah, you got pink skin. Your life is hard enough as it's it is. It's because of where he came from. There are other pink orcs. Well, then I hate every orc who looks like you. Oh, oh. Not orcs by themselves. There are some good orcs. You know, you're one of the, there's some oh good ones. Oh my god, I fucking well, hate this so much. I'm happy. so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, 
This is getting so far down Why the rabbit hole. <laughs> See, I mean, I didn't wear the belts apparently because they were Japanese, which I didn't agree to, but DM's discretion. <laughs> All right, I'll just ignore Wise. Opinion. The cow is. You don't know my. You don't know wise opinion. Again, you know nothing about wise opinion. You still think wise your friend, still good guy, yada yada yada. The cow is is sweating gravy at this point. Yeah. All right. Did I loot all these rooms so we could just? So there are out of the th uh, five rooms, three of them have been entered, and all three of them were a bedroom belonging to one of the Van Thumpier brothers. The two rooms, uh, the one directly to the south and the one to the left of the staircase when coming up, those have not been explored yet. Uh, could I have explored them while they were arguing? Because that went on for a while. I just walked in, opened the chest, took stuff, and walked out. Yeah, and you're kind of like throwing in some uh, comments about how you hate pink orcs as you walk by. Nope, not saying that. I'm just thinking it really oh. hard. Well, I mean, that is uh, apropos yeah. of uh, those kinds of people. They just, they I think mean, really again, loud. Bill, uh, what is it? There was a comedian who said it, Bill Burr. He, uh, he was talking about movies. He said he used that. There was always that one over the top right racist character. He said real racism is quiet. It's subtle. People look around first. They make sure no one's around. Then they whisper it to their friends. Yep. That's where people really start throwing out that orc hate is when they look around and they're like, any orcs nearby? No? Okay. Well, let me tell you what. I again. No problem with orcs, just the pink ones. So which door are you headed into? <laughs> it's almost not this. It's, it's just getting uh, worse. Uh, the one and by the staircase. All right. That would be... Ah, the powder room. So you open this door, and you're immediately assaulted by fresh, flowery smells. Sweet, almost a little too sweet. You kind of get sick. It comes up in the back of your throat. You see some other furnishings, like a little vanity and a stool. This is obviously a room in which the Duchess herself uses to primp and put on her face. Would I find a disguise kit in here? While there is a lot of uh, high-end makeup, there's a lot of high-end uh, like perfumes, you might be able to like salvage some of these things and use them towards a disguise. Uh, but not a, a disguise kit don't... per se, no. There are some right. very uh, I'll nice put that things in, in here, though. Yeah, I just put that in my bag of holding them and keep going. All right. Uh, so Adrian and uh, Ugwe, you see why make his way into this uh, this room over here to your right. And as he does so, there's almost like a, uh, a green cloud that wafts into your hallway. And it is very pungent. Okay. All right. Can I go in there as well? Yeah, you make your way in. Look for any, like, I'm going to look for, I guess I'm looking for, like, essentially, well, why was I looking for, but the not quite, like, 
I'm looking for expensive makeup stuff. So you look down and you immediately see that this is a very nice vanity. There's like uh, quite well lit. There's a lot of nice natural lighting that comes in through like a skyline. And you see six bottles of fine perfume. And you can tell that each one of them uh, is probably very expensive, especially at this time. Uh, you don't recognize any of these bottles, and they're very ornate. Like some are silver, some are just like uh, uh, different animals that have been shaped or blown into uh, these bottles. I'm gonna take everything and be delicate about it. But all everything. right, so all right. Well, that's happening. YC's wait, taking stuff. He just wants to walk out. All right, uh, Adrian, what's up? I was trying to go to Mortlock's. Oh, you want to head back into Mortlock's room? Okay, yeah, so you peel back and you head into Mortlock's room. Aid, uh, blah. Why? Go ahead and put in your inventory three bottles of perfume. Uh, Ugwe, put in... Why? Yeah, why picked up some perfume Eight. as well. Uh, Ugwe, go ahead and put in your inventory three bottles of fine perfume. And then also available to you, Ugwe, is a silver hairbrush inlaid with lapis lazuli. Not sure if that's a real word. Lapis lazuli. Thank you. It's a blue stone. Yes. Uh, you should have three bottles of normal perfume, right? Fine perfume. Or Three bottles of fine perfume. And then, Ugwe, you also have available to you a wood jewelry box with Electrum Flange. I'll take it all. And a pearl necklace. As well as a platinum cameo shaped like a winged cat. And two potions of healing in thin crystal vials. Uh, So I'm just going to say bunch of expensive perfume stuff in my inventory and two what kind of potions of healing they are two potions of healing so regular yes all right real quick while i'm walking by uh could you check the general chat put something in there nice that one is yeah all right so i got the infernal puzzle box right Oh, you're trying to open it? No, I'm trying to snatch ah, it. Ah, you are trying to stealthily snatch the puzzle box away from Ugway. Hmm, with a 28. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, with a 28 and his uh, passive perceptions 18. Yeah, you, you're able to nimbly like Spider-Man reach out in there and without making a nudge. You pull it on out and play, and uh, it is in your possession, Adrian. So you look around and you see Mortlock's room. I have a question, DM. Would that be a disadvantage because I'm looking for why to steal stuff at this point? No, because I waited for you to. You walked in, you started picking up all this stuff. You really just. I never said I left. I never said I left. You never left. You were in the. You walked into the room, started picking up very. Yeah, I know, stuff. but to pick up that stuff, I would have to put it in my backpack. So your hand would literally come in front of my face. You know what? Uh, be fair about it. Could <laughs> yeah. be disadvantage? What? I mean, I still got a 20. Yeah, we'll go ahead and say that, you know, because a monk shit, uh, Y is able to successfully get a hold of that puzzle box. And 
you know, no, you know that you're not going to be able to open it, but it is in your possession. No, um, I also got a 12 plus 8. No, you got to hold on it. You Just got to hold on so. it. All right, so Adrian, you're back in Morlock's room, and you see that, you know, Morlock was quite a simple gentleman. Hey, uh, hey, uh, I have a question for you. Uh, how much health does Dwight have? Uh, well, <laughs> more than you we'll, can we'll take pick away. That up in a second. All I right, I'll that. put that on pause for a second. Yeah, I got thirty-eight. I can one-shot you. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, no, okay. Go, go ahead. I got deflect missiles. I don't need to use a missile. Uh, well, how else you can hit the 21 AC? What's your wisdom mod? Uh, plus four. Me, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. May I inquire how you got that much? Dex uh, yeah. and whiz. Dex, I use my uh, my what is it? Improvement uh, AGI. ASI, my bad, to add two to my dex, uh, or two to my wisdom, and I maxed out my dex at the beginning. I have an 18 plus a racial bonus of plus two, uh, yeah. and then for my wisdom, I have a 15 base score. Then I have my ability improvements. I have one plus racial bonus, and then two for my ASI. So I started off with 15. Now I have 18 because my racial. What else? Uh, what else? Yeah, plus nice. two dex and plus one wisdom, which is perfect for a monk. True that. True that. Yeah. Hey, there's actually a better thing for a monk, but you don't need to know that. I don't, because I'm so, doing very well. Uh, Mortlock's room. Mortlock's room. So, yeah. Adrian, you look over and you look oh, down. Before, can we retcon the fact that I, I hate him, so I would have taken a piss in his bed? Done. And close. So yeah. you two, I'm going to need some uh, disadvantage moving forward when you start uh, trying to steal from each other. And eventually I'm going to just start uh, having rocks land on your head. But for now, Adrian, yeah. <laughs> you look over and you look down no, I'm on not the a... bed of Mortlock and you see that the railing, the metal railing at the foot of the bed has been crushed and kicked off. It's been bent down. Someone obviously was uh, poking off the bo the bottom of this bed as they slept on it, and uh, also you notice a small stuffed troll doll, uh, kind of at the uh, in between the two pillows on the bed. The doll. A stuffed troll doll. It's got like a neon pink hair, and it's kind of fat. You know, one of those troll dolls. Yeah. I'll take that with I know it's probably not anything, but Alright, yeah, go ahead and put it in your inventory. One stuffed troll doll. Uh there's nothing Nothing else. No, there's uh very Spartan Actually. living conditions that Morlock was uh was enjoying. Alright. Uh that I'll start petting. All right, so Adrian rejoins the group, and she's Looking. treated to both of you arguing about, uh, well, I guess you guys aren't arguing at this point. You're kind of just uh, collecting different loot pieces from this vanity, from this powder room, and uh, Y is uh, smirking to himself and Ugwe none the wiser. Uh, is there Pretty wise, <laughs> just for your <laughs> Super information. Wise. Wise oh, person. Man. 
Oh, well, I'm part. sorry. Sarah, nothing. Aside. What's that, Adrian? There's another room aside from... Yes, so there is one last room you haven't explored. Would you like to go in? Uh... So there are actually two rooms left. So you two, Y and Agwe, noticed that there were two doors leading out of the room, the powder room that you had entered. There was one to the north and one to the south. Also, Adrian, you see uh, one final door of the five in the hallway that has not been open, leading directly to the south. All right, so you kind of scoot the horse uh, who's standing in front of the door out of the way, and you walk up to the door. I frantically flipped through the book to figure out what's in there. You make your way into the room. And you see... Oh. So you make your way into the room. You open the door, and it opens out onto a balcony area on the outside of the house. You're able to see down into the courtyard in front of you. And as you poke your head down, you're able to see just this vicious carnage of nine guards eviscerated and burnt to a crisp. They're all bubbly and they have this charred black skin where it's not like red and, and like uh, cooked. It's just charred black. These poor sons of bitches never knew what hit them. Yeah, that is poor. It is what it is. Is there anything else that other than the clean, warm air that's filling your lungs, nothing else. Uh, just, um, just a very faint smell of maybe like burnt chicken. Can I, uh, can I be like, okay, uh, so is, is there stairs, any of these rooms or anywhere around, have there been stairs leading up? There is a third, uh... There is, there's, when you came out from the outside, you saw that there was a tower that would have had a third floor. Uh, unfortunately, out of the bedrooms and the powder room that you've explored, you haven't found any way to get further up. So no, currently you have not found any staircase that would continue to lead upwards. Uh, the only staircase is directly behind you, which leads to the first floor. Alright, is there any, is the, what do the walls outside look like? Walls outside are well built, just stone, a uh, very stately manner, if somewhat oppressive. It's, uh, got that prison vibe. Everything's just kind of fenced in. Do they look climbable? Uh, yeah, I'll say uh, to a monk, they certainly yeah. seem like do a doable situation. Sweet. So do I roll acrobatics? So you're going to head out onto the balcony and uh, start looking at how to jump up to this tower? Yeah. Do I have to straight jump? Because I can well, do Well, you're going to have to get an acrobatics check. I'm thinking like a ninja, American Ninja Warrior. We're going to be running up this wall and trying to leap into the window. 
Yeah, I got a 25. Right, so, yeah, you're kind of able to parkour, parkour. You hit a couple points, and then you're able to lift yourself up and over through the threshold of the window into the tower. And you see uh, the spiral staircase climbs about 15 feet, uh, and you see now that you're in the room, it's uh, leading down uh, to the uh, floor below you. Okay, I want to just toss the hemp and rope out and say, hey guys, come up this. It's it's 50 feet, right? Or less? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, 10, 20 feet. It's just one story. All right, sweet. I drop the rope and say, hey, climb on this. Yeah, so you look around, and you see a square room crisscrossing rafters 10 feet overhead and a peaked roof above that. An empty bookcase dominates the west wall, and two filthy padlock cages stand on the floor. Each cage holds a human prisoner and a chamber pot. Uh, does this look like anybody I know? Uh... Like, would they be soldiers or something like that? You guys just hate people when they absolutely suck. So you look at the prisoners, and you see oh. one is a human female, and the other is a human male. Right. Uh, just walk past them. All right. They look up at you, and they're both silent, and they're looking at you questioningly, and... Uh, the female turns to you and she says, wait, wait, please, please let me out of here. I haven't done anything. Please help me. Uh, yeah, again, there are people behind me coming. They'll release you. Uh, there's a pink orc. They got a real thing for, uh, she's got a, he's got a real thing for freeing people and taking him as pets. That's not really, I wish without taking his pets part. And, uh, but hey, they'll free you. I'm going to go make sure I don't get jumps or my team doesn't. Wait for them. They'll come up. They'll take care of them. No, All right. No, wait. Stop. Please. No, wait. I'll... And uh, the male doesn't really acknowledge you. He seems to be zoning out. All right. And I, I point at the woman. I say, hey, hey, you talk again. I'm going to have to make sure you stay quiet. And I lift my staff. She All right? raises her hands over her heads in uh, kind of a fear response. Agway will be to the bathroom in real life. Well, I just realized we are a little bit over. Are you guys down for a uh, five-minute break? I'm good. I'm in. <laughs> I, I... Well, let's go ahead and take a five-minute break because I got to piss like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I'll be back in five. Thanks, guys.
What's going on? I must have been drinking, Josh. Five minutes. Uh, did the DM have to take a break or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I. Why low key though? Mm. Uh, just because I'm playing it like Uguay would, Uguay is not as inclined to heal you now. Uguay doesn't know I stole anything. I know, but just from earlier, and eventually you will find out, unfortunately. Or fortunately. I mean, doesn't Yeah, know no, but now. I'm chill. You have a high dex. It's your job. I'm not. I think that's we haven't really Nothing been to be upset like a proper at. Fallen, party. To literally use everyone themselves. I don't think that's how everything was supposed this to This is how the real world works. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's definitely the weirdest. <sighs> yeah, but again, Uwe doesn't know I took anything yet, so he'd still be just as inclined. No, because of previous experiences. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, why did beat him? After, it, why, he took my stat and tried to rob me. <laughs> Let's be clear, you tried to rob I'm me. And then I, I said, give me back my staff, my monk staff. And then you said no, so I beat your head in. And then you went and burned down a village. It's definitely a lot, though. It is Adrian um, as of right now. Yeah, I, I still opened up the account. Ugwe doesn't know that, though. For a little bit longer, I can feel good that no one knows. Until this cow goes and babs its mouth. Yeah. I hope the cow does. You really just... I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I really thought you were gonna kill the cow, cook it, and then eat it. No, I'm not that terrible. I thought, I thought the cow would realize I'm a half decent person. You're you like mistaken. I'm not, yeah. It's part of my character gimmick now, guys. Sometimes no. I go into unholy rages. Leave me alone. Least, I'm trying to think. I mean, Adrian technically holy. Yet. Yeah, I mean, well, it, I guess technically holy. Well, not personal. Yeah. That old lady was a simple dairy farmer living with her husband, and they were like well into their. Yeah, again, so no one's arguing with you. Him. We were saying, you know, she they went out to help him. Uh, they went out to help Uguay. They didn't get, and then Uguay decided, oh, they tried to help me. Let me kill him. 
Oh. If, if Ogwe is not getting helped, he's getting hurt. That is one of Ogwe's flaws. are you, flaws. the American government? Yeah. I mean, oh, they did hi. help you, though. They opened up the door and were like, hey, come on in. And then you got knocked out. Or they, so they came down. There. Yeah, they came down to help you. And then you just got knocked out. Yeah. But uh, me stealing is actually, I'm an urchin. Uh, I just, I really want stuff because I had none. And then uh, I had to leave the monk place because Ooh, I was stealing. Oh my. No, I get it. It's part of your character. I don't hold anything against you for that. Yeah. Also, I have a pet rat that none of you have met oh, yet. Oh, that's so cool. Him and Jeremy are going to be great friends. Probably not. Let's let's not take too far a step. His in. rat's probably more like refined or something. Probably like uptight or just thinks not... he's better than all rats. Well, because he One is of those Long Island rats who <laughs> thinks he's so much better than everyone else. I mean, let's let's be clear, all right? If Floyd Mayweather were just to think he's better than a six-year-old kid at fighting, it's just that's just fact, right? It's not arrogance; it's just True. fact. It's just a fact. He's not. It's everybody calls it arrogance, but when it's a fact, it's it's a fact. Feeling. <laughs> uh, are we going to continue? Yes. So uh, why you're up in the uh, up in the tower here? You have two people in cages. One of you begging to be released. The other still silent. You have brushed off and threatened the uh, the human female into silence. Yeah. Uh, would I would I follow Y up the he stairs? Gave you a rope rope. Yeah, I, I climbed the outside. You have so to make that check. Again, I threw down the rope. They would be climbing can I up go, soon. Can I go looking for like stairs up? Like, I'm going to search through all the rooms looking for like. So you're pretty easily, you're easily able to tell from the footsteps above you, kind of, okay, it's over here. And you look around, you come down through the powder room and you find. Uh, kind of like a study area with staircases leading up. You walk up the staircase and you find yourself in the tower. Alright, uh, then I'm just going to quick through, you know, quick check through the study area, see if there's any gold, and then well, I'm going to head upstairs first, actually, and then when I come back down, I'm going to check through the okay. study area. Yeah, the Duke's study. You pass on through. Uh, Adrian, you see him moving through the study area, you kind of hear him uh, moving out. Since you're on the balcony, you're able to tell that he is in the room directly to your left and that he is able to make his way up a set of very creaky staircases and up into the tower above you. All right, um, I'll go there eventually, but before that, can I go to... I don't think we, like, officially searched that. The study? No, we have not. Would you like to search the study? Not the study, because Ugwe's going back to thirst. Ah, so you would like to search the uh, only remaining um, area that has not been searched on this floor? That makes sense to me. <laughs> Let me flip, flip, flip yeah. to the area in the book, which that is. I'm assuming it's uh, the Duchess's bedroom herself. But I like to make sure of these things before I read them. The master bedroom. On the first floor? I'm sorry? Wow. This is 
This place is super insecure. Hey, I'm super insecure. This place is fine. Uh, I mean, Duchess is on the first floor. That's whoa, whoa, whoa. This is anybody. the second floor. This is uh, the first floor was the one you made your way up from. Uh, this up here is the second floor with uh, with all the bedrooms. Yeah. I thought we checked everything. Uh, Adrian is, in fact, uh, inspecting the last bedroom. And she... Are those not connected? The, the powder, powder room, room and, that? and the master bedroom are connected. However, you did not explore the bedrooms or either of the rooms uh, to the north or south of uh, the powder room. Oh, yeah, you uh, you decided to scale the building uh, from the balcony up to the because uh... <laughs> you said there were no we saw oh, no, no stairs. No, no, I I, I said, just okay, misled oh, you to believe that. Uh... <laughs> there were always <laughs> stairs. Yeah, I said I'm I'm checking all the rooms while they're arguing, and then I checked that room. Uge walked in. Uh, I said okay, I'll walk out, and then just. Yeah, I thought that was all. So, rooms. Adrian, you see as you enter the room, a uh, very well, uh, well decorated, a very fancy bedroom. This is the master bedroom. You see a cast iron bathtub with those clawed feet, like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. You see a very nice fireplace, a stone, and a padlocked iron chest. You can see that you know, this is the largest and fanciest room that you've uh, been in in this uh, villa, and you also notice a walk-in closet. Can I go into the, the closet? Yeah, you do so. Hey, Adrian, you should always get out of the closet. It's, it's best. It'll make you feel better. Adrian's like already out the closet. He's got a human male slave. I mean... In the closet. Love fish sticks. <laughs> Are you walking towards the closet? There's something in the closet. Nothing in the closet. Closet. Do you want me to roll a perception? Um, you will need. I will call for a perception check. However, let me inform you first that you, um, so you walk into the, the, uh, the walk-in closet, and there are some really fancy clothes, just ornate robes, some uh, bejeweled gowns and dresses. While none of these are form-fitting, they're not meant for uh, the medieval equivalent of a Victoria's Secret bottle. They are they're built for a powerful woman. A, uh, this is like the equivalent of a Hillary Clinton pantsuit uh, wardrobe, just like a power woman wardrobe. Very, uh, very strong. That's what you find inside the walk-in closet. And as uh, you kind of look around and glance at the rest of the room, you do see that the chest, largest chest that you've seen, this thing's got a way uh, pushing up uh, towards 100 pounds. It contains three thin black-covered ledgers, uh, each written with some strange-looking letters. Uh, the letters, uh, would I be able to... What languages do you know? Like, have I seen what the languages language? do you know? I know common words. So you see some very scary, uh, kind of etched into the, the words. It's, oh, a very violent language, whatever this is. 
Could you make a check to see what type of language it is? Maybe one of those. I would accept a knowledge check. Uh, If you roll high on the knowledge check, I would uh, let you know what language it is. Uh, This is where? Adrian is current. You're on the third floor. Adrian is currently in the second floor in the master bedroom. With a candlestick. Well, I won't worry about the uh, reading. The uh, chest itself. Does it look like I'd be able to like axe the padlock off? There is no padlock. It is open. Oh, I can this just open it. All right, I'll open it. So you open it up, and you see a few things inside. You see a set of calligrapher supplies, a poisoner's kit, a coin pouch made from a sheep's bladder containing 22 platinum pieces, 85 gold pieces, and 113 silver pieces, and pipes of the sewers. I'm not sure what pipes of the sewers are, but it's in italics. Okay. Can I take... The... Okay, what, what's in... No problem. So there are... Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four things. There are four things inside this kit, inside this uh, chest. There are a calligrapher supplies, poisoner's kit, sheep's bladder, and pipes of the sewers. The sheep's bladder... Is, uh, is like a coin pouch made from a sheep's bladder, and it contains uh, like a shit ton of money, like 22 platinum, 85 copper, or uh, 85 gold pieces, and 113 silver pieces. So, take it. All right, you take the coin pouch. Are you going to take anything else? Yeah. Yeah, everything but the pipes. Everything but pipes of the sewers? So as you reach down, you pick up the sheep's bladder with all the different, the coin purse for the sheep made out of the sheep bladder. You pick up the poisoner's kit. And as you pick up the calligrapher supplies, you hear a click and you just see the bottom of the chest move ever so slightly upwards. And then you hear a shattering of glass. Go ahead and make a a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Trap. It's a trap. Does this count as like a? Uh... Oh no. Yeah, Constitution saving throw. Uh, oh wow! So uh, you see this green mist fill up the entire room, and it goes right up to the ceiling, and you don't even cough. Brush it off, no problem. <laughs> Just in case. I don't trust green mist. It won't stop a poison. Well, I guess like I'll that. die. Yeah, so you brush it off. No effect. Uh, you, you have a little bit of a spicy tinge in your nose. You want to sneeze, but you're okay. Wait, is Frederick okay? Uh, 
Oh, all the animals. I'll go ahead and roll for Frederick. <laughs> the animals would know they have like danger sense. The Frederick is just a human. Nah, danger sense don't work like that. If <laughs> you didn't notice, it, I don't right? mean you like the see. actual feet danger sense. I mean like the animals would be able to smell the poison. Yeah, <laughs> they died. So Frederick uh, coughs a little bit and pulls at his collar, but he is okay. No. He uh, he sniffles a little bit. Frederick, please oh, don't no. die. Oh, no, no. What about all the other uh, animals? The animals are waiting outside. The yeah, they're kind of poking in. And they're like, oh my goodness. Hope she's okay. No, no, they're so fine. none of them die. Uh, they're kind of just following and keeping oh. a safe distance outside of the room and. I'm going to tell them to stay outside. Don't inhale the gas. They kind of chirp back in unison. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I'm going to take Frederick into our... Like, Frederick, Frederick's no. okay. He's uh, His eyes are watering. He it looks like he wants to cry, but he uh, gives you a double thumbs up. Oh, thank God. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll get out of here. I don't die on me. You guys pull a quick U-turn and head back out into the powder room. Close the door behind you. Yep. Slam. All right. Both are ace OKs. Uh, what else is? We were. Uh, that was just the. So you know that Ugway and Y are directly above you, and you can hear like uh, some footsteps. Something like that going out above you. Uh, you deduce that the room in front of you probably has some staircase up there if you want to join them. Okay, um, you said there was a study. Yeah, Can so you go ahead that? and uh, move straight into the study. Uh, Frederick following closely behind you, stumbling a little bit. And you find yourself in a very... Um, not an opulent study. It's not like uh, one of the libraries in Beauty and the Beast, but it is functional. You see a suit of armor, and it is, uh, uh, it looks a little too shiny. As you walk into the room, it catches your eye, and as you pass, uh, pass the suit of armor, you look across the back wall, and you see a bookshelf, uh, bo uh bookcases, uh, and, uh, yeah, and while you see that, you know, wow, you recognize some of the works on here. You recognize, uh, like, uh, Atlas, uh, Compendium of All Worldly Knowledge, and you see that you know, it's a pretty good, like, an okay book collection, but there's dust all over it. It's clear that this is more for show than function. The book's holding. I'll get to uh, one book does catch your, uh, interest, uh, a book titled The Last Charge of the Hell Riders, and at that, Rayla, uh, sees you looking at that book, and she glowers down at the ground, and you notice distinctly, like, a mood change, like a shift in, uh, a shift in her demeanor. Oh, well, that's the most expression I've seen you show. I'm gonna pick up the book. Just put that trash down. Expect you don't know what bit. happened there. Well, for you to call it trash is a bit it's propaganda. Strong. It doesn't mean anything. Well, anything can be propaganda. Get it. <sighs> Look, like some things are better left in the past. There's no need to rehash that, and especially lies that are printed in that book. 
Well, if you're still salty about it, it means you haven't fully let go of the past, have you? About. I'm gonna flip through a couple pages. So, this book, The Last Charge of the Hell Riders, it's a bit thick, but what you're able to glean through is that this details the gallant charge of the Hell Riders, the El Torel fighting force, the SEAL Team 6 of El Torel, if you will. This special squad was asked by an angel from Celestia called Zeriel to enter into Avernus with her and fight along her side against the hordes of demons and devils there. And that's what you're able to to just glean from kind of the uh, the foreword of the book. You're reading the cover, and that's what it says on the back, along with a couple of different reviews from uh, you know, famous <coughs> contemporaries. I can't see why you got so upset. It's just over a bestseller. It's just a bunch of. It's dramatization. It's nothing more than that. It's not what happened. Oh. Then oh, why don't you write oh, about what happened? Right, and I'm... You're so worried about the dramatization. Just do it yourself. Some things... Some things aren't a pick-me-up cheerful story. Sometimes people get left behind. Well, no one likes all cheerful, because life isn't cheerful. There's heartache and strife and just depression in general. Yes, I'm being depressed by this conversation we're having. (laughs) You're always depressed, though. You barely show any emotion other than steel. Serve me. I've survived into this point, and I don't need a lesson from my psychologist. Well, if you're going to be like that, he's just going to drop the subject, uh, continue picking up books, looking through a couple of them. Yeah, and you were able to thumb through a couple of the other uh, tomes in the in the library, and you see nothing of note. There are a few, uh, there are a few books that are bound better than the others, and you can tell that some of the uh, flange like some of the gold flange and some of the other books is more expensive than the other. So if you'd like to pick up a couple of these books, they might be uh, resellable. You do find, um, you know, after a little bit of time sifting through the collection, you find about 20 rare first editions that are about 25 gold pieces each. And then the remaining books are five gold pieces each. Uh, I'll take however long. System. Yeah, so you go ahead and take five minutes to take all the uh, the rare first editions, um, <laughs> and you're able to get 20 different first editions, uh, so that's going to be at least uh, probably pushing 500 gold piece worth of books. Rayla kind of taps her fa- uh, tapping her foot impatiently as she watches you loot. You know, if I knew you were here just to loot this place, I wouldn't let you come alone. It's not so much about looting. Knowledge is power, my dear. And, uh, I do intend through these books from time. It may not be the brightest, but I do intend, so I would like to become a lot more knowledgeable in the world. Yes, well, you know what they say. The path to hell is paved with good intentions. 
Shall we rejoin the others? Yep, I still want to go back to Thirst World. Because like I said, we didn't properly do that. What's Bob's. going on upstairs? All right, uh makes her way back over to Thirst World's uh, room, and we're going to go ahead, dragging uh, dragging her new friend, uh, Frederick, behind her. Cutscene up to upstairs. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So, Ugwe and Y, you both have two quite desperate people looking out to you from cages, begging you to free them. Uh, why? What is going on here? Oh, I don't answer to you. Please, please free us. Yeah. Companion here, explain. First, calm down. Why? It's the what? right thing to do. Please help. What's going on here? I'm gonna. Is, is the... there any water in the room, like in buckets for him? Uh, so there are two buckets, uh, chamber pots, one in each cage. There is to your, uh, towards the western part of the wall is an empty bookcase. And as you look inside the bookcase, um, you see multiple different torture instruments on the empty bookcase. It's not empty it's more like being used for shelving and you find some whips and right. some uh, restraints I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and different knives i'm gonna ask i'm gonna if the girl's still talking i'm gonna pull whatever liquids are in this room and use shape water to cover her mouth um yeah so you're able to take some Liquid poopy water. piss water and uh shove that into her mouth from her own chamber pot and she is just uh, looking at you in horror and disgust and uh, trying to gag, but unable to do so. What is... Wait, shoved a, he shoved this uh, woman's own refuse into her mouth from her chamber pot with shape water. Okay. I'm going to ask why. Why? What are these people? What's going on here? I mean, before you gag that one with her shit... They were victims. Um, oh, all right, I'll pull the stuff out of her mouth. <laughs> why? Oh, why? That's my name. Oh, don't wear it out. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> don't me. Uh, now you're really wanting to make no, me do it again. Anything but that. Oh, Jesus. Aren't you See, a cleric? See, I know people have their own No, I, I stuff am like a cleric. That, but, but this is ridiculous. I'm a bad dude. No, why ask you this? Aren't you a cleric? I'm an evil cleric. You say this I'm to a, why? I'm chaotic evil. That was my I, alignment right, so when just, I became a cleric. Okay, so you just so, told me this. You just told me this in character. Yeah. Out of character. Yeah. I thought you were asking this Th This is what. I said like three times to make sure because you kept talking. I was asked. Ugwe will say, uh, uh, yes, I am a cleric, but I'm not quite sure which god. I think he probably approves. Maybe. I don't really know, nor do I really care. So, who is your god again? Uh, why should we release them, or do you think they'll be a liability? You're ignoring the question. 
as you do. Sweet powers. Red. The, the god hasn't spoken to me. The god hasn't done anything to me, so I don't really know why. If I'm being honest with you. Well, that's never good. Uh, really not my issue. What happens to them? Uh, so do we leave them here? Do we not I'm, leave them here? I guess we should yes, let them out. please, thank you. I, I just work for the Duke. I... Hey, 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 hey! Shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet. Shoot, yeah, don't make, don't make me she put that stuff over real you fast. Again. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't need to do that. That was that was far. Maybe a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say, would you be? Who's your male companion? Uh, she looks over at him and shrugs uh, without saying a word. He peeks up. He perks up, and. Uh, says he's kind of just um, like a middle-aged guy balding but uh, looks up at you uh, I work for the city my name is uh, Kaljil Orumar Urunmar I'm just a colla uh, tax collector for the city I think that the duke ran I ran foul of the duke I'd been maybe a little bit too critical of her and her businesses and I think she thought she could just kill me and let the rats of the sewers feast upon my remains I mean it looked like well, she could she honestly could I don't yeah, think many no. people would uh, miss me I don't have any children frankly I I had overplayed my hand I don't I don't really again you I don't really care we don't uh, yes uh, well and girl what, what do you have waiting for you what what how'd you well, get stuck in here I'm just gonna pick the locks while this is all right happening. so go ahead and roll a Wait, uh, is there a specific, like, lock picking skill, or is that just a dexterity check? Yeah, you would have to have a, 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 a robber or a yeah, thief's, thieves tool. Yeah. and proficiency. Yeah, in which it. I have. Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll it up. This. And she will say, um... Is that a sleight of hand or dex? Either. It's, a, it's, a, using your a flat, it's a flat d20 with your proficiency bonus. Nuts. it's... Dex, right? Let me so, see. Uh, if you're using a if you're using a tools kit, it's if you have proficiency in those tools. Uh, if not, it's disadvantage. But if you do, it's just two d twenty disadvantage. But if not, it's um uh, a, a d twenty with uh with the five d twenty plus proficiency, not like thieves tools or anything. Okay. So she's gonna turn to you and say, Agwe. Um... I worked. I worked for the Duchess. Yes, I. I was. Uh, I was the lead supervisor of the expansion of the sewer system. However, don't know why I was planning on expanding the sewer system through uh, these underground, uh, through this uh, villa here, to make sure that the upper city had proper ventil, uh, proper drainage. But I think that I've ran afoul of the Duchess, and she's kept me here for multiple weeks, and don't know when she plans to let me go. I. I swear, if you, if you let me go, I'll never say a bad word about her. Uh, well, we are actually here. Do we tell her why that we're here to maybe kill the, the, the Duchess, or...? Please, I have nothing to do with her anymore. I don't care what happens to her. She's been so cruel to me. I've given her so many good years of my life, and she put me in this fucking cage with these imps. The imps have been fucking stinging us for days it hurts 
as soon as he says imps, I'm going to immediately start looking around. Like, those are demons. Well, I thought they were devils. Aren't <laughs> imps devils? I am not really a, a biologist. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. You need to stop talking. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Uh, are they free? Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, I don't know. 18, 18 and, and 25, 25, yeah, so click, like, both of their uh, DC 15 dexterity check. Okay, so I need to learn how to read. Yeah. Uh, a character with thieves tools can also pick a lock with a successful DC 15 dexterity check. So it is a dexterity check. Uh, yeah. So click, click, both of those pop off, and they slowly... And then squintingly at the light, like prisoners do, uh, get out of their cages and start nervously making their way towards the stairway down. Uh, wait, I'm going to say, wait, wait, both yes. of you. If we get found out even more than we already are because of you. We'll make it my personal goal to track both of you down and kill both of you. Sheer terror crosses their face like these both these prisoners have been tortured for just days, if not weeks. So they clearly understand. And I'm, I'm telling you both right now, I can do a lot worse than the Dutchess. They both just start bowing repetitively. Yes, yes, please, no, please, yes, anything you need, just let us know. And they're just quickly making their way down the stairs. Yeah, I'll, I'll wave them off. I'll say I tell them both as they walk by. I'll, I'll make sure he doesn't kill you. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, as they're walking. Does Adrian notice these people? Adrian, as they're walking? Oh. As they're walking yeah. what? So I can... Cutting out, Adrian, or is that just me? I feel like it's not just me, right? I don't know. Oh. DM, no, is it's it not just, just me? You. Milk's cutting in and what? out a little bit. Maybe her sensitivity's set a little too high. That nice. But I'll say, as Adrian is leaving, well, actually, Adrian's back in Thirstwell's room, and if I'm not mistaken, she is currently giving it another look yeah, around. So... so you would not see these two prisoners leaving outside out of the house. You might hear them leaving. Um, and if you wanted to investigate that noise, I'd uh, I'd say that's all right. I'll let him go. All right. So. Um... Do you much? Adrian, or excuse me, why in Ugway, as you see both the prisoners start to crest down the steps and make their way from the tower to the second level to try and make good their escape, you see two imps turn visible and strike out against those two prisoners. All right, can I make a, I can make a check around first, actually. I made that clear. I said I'm ignoring them to see if anybody yeah, was they're around. they're invisible. And then they oh, just kept talking. True so did I. I thought really I was actively looking for... I yeah. guess you can't see invisible there. people, but... I think you need, right. like, true sight or something, no matter how high you're... That is true, yeah. If you're invisible. invisible. No, so but I you can hear them breathing and stuff. They make that clear. I guess you I should hear... probably talk to DM about my god. 
we'll, we'll do it, we'll bro. Later. But all right. Uh, do I have a reaction? You will. But in front of you, as you your make good on your good deed, and you start to feel good about yourself, and Ugway, you're like, you know what? Maybe my God will be happy if I actually don't burn these people alive, and I let them go. And yeah. as you have that thought, two imps become visible, and uh, you. I want to misty step into both. Unfortunately, of them you don't have time. This is oh, going to be a surprise round, and each one of them are going to take their long stinger scorpion-like tails. Wait, I'm sorry. You got to repeat that. Ah, okay. You cut out. So, um, these invisible imps are getting the drop on these two prisoners, and there's not going to be any way to save them. They're going to execute these two prisoners. So they come up, and with their long scorpion-like stingers. They sting both these prisoners as they take their steps towards freedom. And the horror of these imps killing them registers on the faces of these two people as they fall down the stairs in a lifeless heap into each other, a dead pile of bodies at the end of the staircase. I'm just going to tisk and say they should have been careful. All right, I'm just going to, again... Uh, I guess I won't use messy stuff. I'll just walk forward and hit them. I will stay back and not hit them. Yeah. Do you have to roll initiative? On its next turn, uh, yes, so we're going to go ahead and roll initiative for you two. You're staying out of combat. You're staying out of combat. All right. I'm so Ugwai uh, sees these two imps uh, a, execute a, these poor people. Just so, just so you know, though. So, you know, uh, I got a natural one for initiative, so that's Ooh, a negative one. You got to like that cleric, uh, that cleric initiative bonus. That's nice. All right. Why? What are you rolling on initiative? Initiative I got bonus. 12 and a 9. I wrote 11 plus 5. So you're up first. What are you doing? Why? You see these two imps just still with their stingers in these two prisoners' necks. Pulling it out of their necks, blood spraying across the floor. Okay, I'm gonna walk up and punch one Roll in the hit. face. All right, uh, twenty it's... plus eight. Yeah, roll. Actual twenty. Yeah, I got a sixteen uh, or six for damage. You get double damage though. Double damage dice. Uh, if DM says it's sure. okay, go sure. for it, man. Natural 20 doubles Natural up them 20. dice. Yeah, I got a 10 that time. 16, 16 points total. So you yeah. just decapitate uh, this imp and send it back to its hell. Then I hit it with my. Yeah, you one shot that one imp. It's dead. Uh, Want to use that bonus action on the other one? No, I'm using my Ooh, two attacks all right, go ahead. on it. She's yeah. a monk. You can do monk stuff. Hits. I got a 26. Yeah. And I'm going to hit this with both hands. Roll damage. Alright. Click the wrong one. There we go. Well, it's a 7 either way. A seven damage on the first uh, hit, and then the second one coming in. 
No, I, I hit it. I uh, got a 16 oh, with my hits. hands. Then I hit it with my staff. All right. Then I got a 7. No, I got a 26 to hit. So Correct. I that so the second one has taken 7 damage, and is it getting hit again? No. Uh, the first one. It's oh, still, the first one's still dead. The first you decapitated one. I came up, I the first it. one. You've sent it back to Avernus. Oh, all right. The second one, I did with my staff. Correct. I did 7 damage, right? All right. Now I want to tell it you can't beat me. So you can either surrender or get murdered. No, 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 please. Let's talk, human. Yes, no, we can work out a deal. Sweet. All right. I pull out the uh, infernal puzzle box and hold it out to it. Do you know how to solve this? Do I see this? Yeah, yeah you look over and you see him just completely uh. scatter one imp to the winds and the second one he gets bludgeoned and beaten to compliance. I know, and then do I see him pull out my puzzle box? The puzzle box. Yeah, I do it right in front of you. It's not like I'm trying to hide it. And I'll just be like, uh Yeah. So I'll just not gonna say anything though. Make sure the imp doesn't know there's internal conflict. No, no, it wouldn't know anything right. about that. No, of course, you're best of friends. As I'll help you open the box, of course, friend. I know someone who can open that for Sweet. you. Yes, of course I do. All right. Also, why do you well, work for them? I've been with the Van Thumbios for years now. They have been working with Zeriel for a long time. Zeriel, oh. who's Zeriel? Okay, yeah, ignore, ignore this turtle. Turtle's high all the time. Who is um, Zeriel? We're talking. Who all right. Is so, no, imp. Imp, look at so, me or I'll kill you. Amp, no, I just no, I, I, I stepped between the imp and Ugwe. I just killed you. So, how did how did they get you to understand? Work many of you mortals don't understand things who work on the other plane. Zeriel is our commander, our empress, if you will. Hey, Zeriel? I mean, goddamn it, imp! No, if I have I'm to snap your neck, I will. I hear Ignore you, the friend. You must know who Zeriel is if you would like to know why we are working for the Vantham Pures. The Vantham Pures are in allegiance I don't need, with Zeriel, no, I'm saying... my commander. We all serve the same person, the Vantham Pures and myself. Okay, shut up. I don't okay. want this information anymore. Alright, so, and how can I get you to serve me? Oh, well, I'm sure we can enter some kind of arrangement. I... All I, I don't want anything from you in particularly valuable. Just maybe, uh, your soul. Can I give oh, you course, other people's souls yes. instead? In, for, in fact, that's the arrangement we have with the Duchess. There's many souls that she'll acquire for us. That's our deal. Sweet. All right. You can have these two souls. Uh, we, oh, well, we already took those we if you hadn't seen oh <laughs> oh i thought you had to like eat the body not or something we... to get the soul not to animals, just kill somebody what is wrong with you i mean i don't know how you collect souls well, let me explain you assume I knew how? perhaps we can enter an agreement a deal if you will very good sure. now i have something that I want and that you have, I would like your soul. Maybe I could give you power. I can give you great strength. Mm. 
uh, really strong. Kind of just about riches, that. vast um, wealth. Again, I'm really you down for so that. Many resources that you could accomplish anything that you want. Yeah, I'm rich. Can I, too. can I reach out to my god, which I guess I haven't done yet, and ask right. him if I, my god has any allegiance? Oh, I'm doing this privately. This is not public. All right. So, Amp, can I just give you yes, other people's yes. souls? Give me all the souls. I don't need it to be yours, but I. Sweet. Do find that an intimate deal for one soul is a, a very worthwhile pursuit. Sweet. All right. If I kill somebody, uh, you can have their soul. Ask Ooh, permission first, though. Deal. Yes, I love this. All right. Sweet. Do I have to shake yeah. hands or what? Here, here. Let me draw Sorry. something up really quickly, yes, yeah. And he takes out a piece of uh, what looks to be human skin and or like inkwell and starts to write up a contract and turns it around, puts it on the floor with a splat, and then hands you a. Uh, what language uh, is it? The top half. The top half of the contract seems to be some uh, some kind of writing that you don't recognize. I'm assuming you don't speak Infernal? No. All right, so I say we're going to write this oh, in common. Oh, no, yes, you're clearly a very sharp, clever fellow. Don't want to sneak anything by you. And uh, he tears up that piece of skin with a burst of fire and smoke and then writes out another uh, pulls out a, and unravels another piece of skin and writes out another contract in common and uh, you read it and it's uh, right. it's longer than it should be it's uh, got that fine print kind of Facebook uh, click to agree kind of aspect but the general gist is everyone who you kill uh. will have their souls forfeit and collected by this imp uh, Alright, uh, if I write a contract, will you be able to sign it, and then we can just make a deal like that? Wait, wait no, 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 wait, 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 why? There's there's something missing on the, the, the contract. Uh, it's it's just whoever you kill, no matter, make sure that there is permission written on there. Let's give yeah, you okay, that's, uh, yeah, that's why I'm asking if I can write the contract. Well, I dare say the total does bring up a, a reluctance for it. I'm not used to having other entities uh, contracts with us, but maybe it's something that's just so out of the ordinary, really against procedure. I'm sorry, could you turn off the music? It's it's super hard to hear you. Uh, uh, I appreciate it, but it's just it's, it's really hard to hear you when you're talking. I'll say. Yeah, that's better, actually. Yeah, see, the Doom soundtrack's a little too loud. Oh, I yeah. thought that was Doom. I, I was unsure. Yeah, I like the music. It's just, you kept talking, and I kept hearing in the background. I was like, I See, the problem is the mic line, uh, that slider only goes up, like, so high, but the, the music line, like, I have that all the way down. Uh, it's... I'm still playing with levels. I, I'm dialing it in. Dialing it in, folks. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's good for a fight. It's just when we're trying to discuss something, it's like, it's just super distracting. But otherwise, yeah, it was, I mean, the music was awesome. Demons, uh, I got it. Yeah, but, um, so can I write a contract and yes, you sign it? Yes, so against procedure. I don't like to do that sort of exception, but I 
think I might be able to. It's all right. We're going through a uh, the Duchess's uh, Duchess fucking idiot. Uh, the Duchess's palace. You get a starting bonus. I don't know, two, three souls, depending on how much we find His here. His mouth is yep. watering. He's drooling onto the ground. He's like, yes, two or three souls. I'll be right. promoted to a spine devil at this rate. Yes, yes. Wonderful. Oh, uh, really? If I feed uh, you more souls, yes, you get stronger? that's how the Vernus hierarchy works. I mean, I've been an imp for hundreds of years now, working towards my promotion. It's been so difficult, but... Soon. Uh, All right, wait, wait, last from the background. If you get promoted, do your contract? No, okay? no, they're all still valid. That's how you're promoted. Is the more souls you're able to bring to Avernus and to Zeriel herself, the more powerful you become and higher you rise in the hierarchy of the Devil Society. Does he seem like he's being honest that the contract won't break? So with your extremely high uh, passive insight, you tell that this guy is chomping at the bit and fervorously telling the truth. He is so excited at the... He can almost taste the promotion. Sweet. All right. I'm going to car- I'm gonna lift up the I'm dead gonna- man's back and just carve it to his back. Um, for every soul that my full name... Uh, for every person that my uh, full name kills... Uh, I said, what's Maximilius. your name real quick? Just call me what? Max. Okay. I said Maximilius, call him Max. Is that your right. actual name? And I'm not, I'm it my used old, to totally be, friend. All right, Lying. so sorry. Maximilius can collect the soul if my full name gives permission. Uh, not without permission. He can't eat a soul that I kill without of a person I kill without permission. And then I just draw a line and say, hey, do I need to cut this skin off or can you he sign grins with it still and attached? He comes up and then carves an X into the back of this man's back. And for a moment, nothing happens. And then the entire body erupts in flames and you hear a screech and a howl as this entire body is consumed into dust and ash. Yes, I believe Sweet. we have a deal. And with that, he snaps his fingers. And turns invisible. All right. Is he on my shoulder? How big is this? Imps are uh, a little bit bigger than a cat, a little smaller than a dog. Sweet. All right. I say, uh, you want to stand on my shoulder? It seems like he uh, made good of his escape. He did. Now he ran away? Oh, so he no, lied. No, you two have a deal. It's just that he's like, you two have a deal, but he is a 10 hit point creature who just made a deal with someone much more powerful than him. No. I'm calling him. All right, Max, come here. No response. Max, you, you will not get the souls if you do not work <laughs> does max come back or left a little... i'm gonna go back downstairs and go check on adrian yeah, yeah. i did put permission so he can't just randomly collect the souls yeah, i know uh i i think we should fight vanthampure uh out of character i'm gonna say should kill her tonight because uh 
I really want to get in a solid combat tonight. I'm Ooh. itching for a combat. I mean, you could have stepped in in the combat. It was a singular imp that you killed. No one. It was two imps. I could have had backup. It's not my fault. I'm awesome. So would you have liked that imp dead, or are you happy with the contract? Uh, no, I've been fine with either. I mean, imps not being helpful. Are you saying so. it's in or out of character? Uh, I can say it. If you're saying it out of character, I'm saying it. But if you're saying it in character, same. It's not like he's being super helpful either way. Well, I'm just going to say, I'm going to walk down the stairs. Adrian, I'm going to go kill Miss Phantom here. I mean, again, we just heard she's got, like, more demons under her control. So I wouldn't really try that. And I just shot that down the stairs as you walk. So you guys chit-chatting about uh, your little imp encounter as you make your way down the stairs. Back into the hallway on the second floor. Adrian, you are still in Thirstwill's bedroom. And I do believe... That yes. we did not inspect this room too carefully, correct? Yeah, that's why I came back. They only took the puzzle box and then... So you look through the room, and you see... There's an odd sticky wetness to the room, and while that most of the blood and the horrific gore has been soaked up back into the bathtub by Agway's control water, there's still a... There's still a fine blood mist in the air. You do see a chest, a large chest, uh, off in the corner of the room, and uh, it has been unopened. Uh, I'd like to Yeah, so you go ahead and make your way on over there, open it up. And you find a jumble of wrinkled garments, or red wax candles, quills, blank sheets of parchment, jars of ink, and it also holds 73 gold pieces, 120 silver pieces, and a potion of healing. Ah. All right, those. so go ahead and add those to your inventory. There is also, at the bottom of the chest, a well, as well, a black-covered tome titled Apocalypto, a poetic prophecy by an unknown author envisioning the end of the multiverse, worth 50 gold pieces. That sounds like a good Wonderful read. Real t uh, page-turner, that one. <laughs> All right, so you can go ahead and add those things to your inventory. And as you make your way back out uh, into the hallway, after adding those things to your backpack, bag of holding, um, you're kind of greeted by uh, five or six different animal heads that are poking inside the uh, doorway that make way for you as you exit the room. And you find yourself back in a hallway, and it is crowded. There are at least 20 or 30 different animals. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> for a second. your way through... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just heard animal heads, and I thought for a second the imp had killed all yeah, the animals. Yeah, it's very Sopranos. It's just uh, blood everywhere <laughs> in the bed sheets, horses' heads, and you uh, just wake up, just very shocking. Yeah, that, that's what I thought happened. That's it. Well, the animals, I want to reach down and like pet a few on the head and say, uh, I know you guys are probably getting pretty impatient with me. We'll start now. 
at this point when she's saying this, do I come yeah, down the so stairs? Yeah, so you guys kind of meet back up here as she is leaving the room of Thirstwell's uh, bedroom. And Oh, also, yeah, I followed because uh, there's nothing else to do up there. Yeah, got so the you guys all uh, jump back in there. The people. And you kind of rendezvous back here on the second level. Uh, and you guys are like, boy, those imps were, uh, those prisoners were sure were crazy. We had to put them down. No, Ugwe's going to be honest, Adrian. Yeah, I don't say that either. I just say, yeah, demon killed him. Uh, that demon works for me now. So. Oh, you guys have been out to some interesting stuff. No, I just want to kill this lady and get out of here. Can we go do that now, please? I mean, no one's stopping you. I oh. have no control over what you do, where you go, or any of that. Why are you Dude. asking me for permission? You have the army here, and you're the one who led the charge, and we're kind of here to back you up. I mean, no one asked you to follow me. Why will just I'm... walk to where he thinks the woman is? All right, so you go ahead and make your way down the stairs and well, start exploring some of the uh, start exploring some of the floors, uh, some of the rooms on the first floor. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna ask Frederick. He said he's also. This you do have Rayla decades. with you, who has yeah. been asked to serve as a guide by Amrick uh, himself. Yeah. Also, I wanted oh, to yes. ask Max. Uh, hey, Max, if you want souls, you gotta tell me where the people are so I can, you know, kill them. <laughs> so Max, is Max, Max gonna... is uh, he is not not responding to you. He is not on this uh, plane of existence any longer. He is no longer on uh, what is this mid mid realm? I forget what this place is called, but he's no longer in uh, the planet. Okay, out of character. Did he lie out of to character? Me? No. Alright. Yes, total so cunt just, just immediately left. I guess I'll act. Well. I'll ask Rayla to guide she me. She says, then. finally, yes, please, this way, I'll take you into the dungeon. And she. Gwe will realize he has no clue where he's going. He'll turn back and start following <laughs> Rayla as well. So you guys follow, uh, fall in line behind Rayla, and she comes up to this door on the left and starts making her way towards a staircase leading down deeper into the dungeon underneath the Van Thumpier Villa. I have something for this. Give me a second. Oh, fun. I'm going to find his overly violent music. I play all my music at the correct volume every time. I'm loving all the music. The music is I'm, fire. I apologize to you guys. I know you guys <laughs> aren't getting like the highest quality. It would sound better in person, and it sounds really good over YouTube and the podcast. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So Rayla makes her way through the kitchen and through the storeroom to this back room in the stable house. And as you guys make your way through the different livestock towards a trap door slightly hidden underneath some hay, as she flings it open, you all are greeted with a long descending stairway down beneath the Vantham Pure Villa. Mm 
Alright. Uh, I walk down. I want to get this combat done tonight because I don't know if I'll be able to make well, it next we're week. We're going to end in 10 minutes, Whoa. so we're not going to get to the combat tonight. And I am no. sad that you won't be oh, here nice. next week, but I'll keep a spot open for you. Thank you, Dad. Can we not start the fight? Um, you got. Well, I'll show you what. Uh, I'll show you what you have down there. But it's unlikely that you'll get very far. Uh, yeah, I just. I, I was trying to. I thought the end fight was going to be a lot better. Oh, so you guys didn't uh, make it to the dungeon. You guys oh. were playing around upstairs during, uh, you know, the. Uh, the facade that's presented to the public, but beneath the villa, something a little more ghastly is going on. So you guys... We should have gone there first. It's, it's, I see all green. Is I that think it's supposed floating. To be there, or, or maybe it's just zoomed in really far. Oh, yep, it's zoomed in really far. So yeah, this is going to be the, uh, the dungeon down here, and you guys are over here. Walking in down here, and you see... Four stone pillars brace the ten-foot-high vaulted ceiling of this dry cellar, the walls of which are lined by a dozen barrels on wooden braces. Half the barrels have brass spigots tapped into them, and the room also contains two stacks of wooden crates, one in the middle of the room and another by the south wall. All right. I start walking down saying, Hello, anybody here? No response, and again, much like the Dungeon of the Dead 3, it seems like the Duchess has expanded her her sewer system into more of a sprawling dungeon. While this one isn't used for a cult, this one is used for something sinister as well. All right. Hey, uh, we're here to kill you. I think that's Anybody where we're going to end it for this week. Um, yeah, uh, shorter <laughs> session it. this week. Thanks for playing, you guys. But um, And I do apologize. I've been um, a little busy. Uh, as a professional protester, I got to, I, uh, you know, they're really getting me out on the street these days. George Soros is sending me fat checks, so. <laughs> Wait, okay. I do gotta ask though, because you did bring it up multiple times, starting with <laughs> yeah, the I can't like breathe at the beginning <laughs> of the set. <laughs> I wasn't gonna mention anything. What right, is your wait, guys' wait, opinions wait, on wait, this? Song? Wait, wait.
Howdy, everyone. It's me, Seth Slytherin, your friendly neighborhood representative from District 69, reminding you that abortion is still a very serious issue we face today. With the nomination of our brother, Brett Kavanaugh, and our willingness to take advantage of a plague, we've been able to shut down Planned Parenthoods and other women's health resources, making mortality of mothers 50% higher than the previous generations. This is very serious, and we must do more to appease white Jesus. We need your help now. To ensure the human cattle are maintained in the highest numbers for food security of us lizard folks, we must continue to push and make abortion illegal at a federal level. Rest assured that I, Seth Slytherin, will see that the human race will birth every viable fetus, so our food stores will be full, and the lizard folk children will be fat and happy for generations.